Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with Robbie Marks. And let me let you know right now, out the gate, it is a doozy. There's a reason why it's like three and a half hours long. It was just the most winding and incredible rabbit hole I've gone down in a long time. So, without further ado, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's no secret that I'm into astrology, and the secret is out. So, Ephemeris, who creates astrological talismans of your birth chart, um, reached out to me, and they are sending me a little talisman, which is a necklace, uh, black and silver, with a little engraving on it that says the kingdom of heaven is within you. And um, what you need to make the talisman is the date, time, and location of your birth. If you don't have your birth, that's not a problem. You can still create an accurate abbreviated chart. Um, the charts come in black and silver, black and gold, and black and rose gold. They're made in the United States. Over 17,000 orders have been placed on Ephemeris. To go to Ephemeris and order your talisman, go to www.ephemeris.com. That's www.ephemeris.com. Check them out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. Today, I am joined by a phenomenal artist and human being by the name of Robbie Marks. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, man. Uh, I heard, I think I listened to, you've been on Subconscious Realms three times, right? Yeah, I think four now. Oh, okay. I've listened to three of them. and. It's like, I got to listen to your guys' episodes when I'm like doing something or like when I'm wide awake. I was like mm. trying to fall asleep to to what, to what the last one you did with <laughs> with uh, him the other day, generally yeah. the other day. And, and I just was like, oh my God, this information is so, I have to be awake for it. Because uh, a lot of times I fall asleep to podcasts. Right. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so, Ravi. Why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, let's see. Uh, I grew up in the South. Um, lived in Little Rock, Arkansas, for a while. Um, I've lived all over the country, East Coast West. Did you did Did you know the Clintons? Um, I was actually in Arkansas when the Clintons uh, were in power, and Bill Clinton got into office. So I know quite a bit about the dirt as far as what was going on, you know, in that whole yeah. region before um, he ascended into the presidential seat. You know? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then um, I lived, you know, I lived East Coast, West Coast, um, North, South. I've been traveling my whole life. Um, basically, my dad was in construction. And so every two to three years, we would move. And by the time I graduated high school, I was in, I think, 23 different schools. Um, and then I kind of, um, I was DJing a lot um, from like uh, the Gulf Coast area down around Biloxi and New Orleans um, into Atlanta, all the way out to Vegas. Um, I ended up, ended up hanging out with uh, Easy E and Dr. Dre out there for a little bit and the DLC. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that was back in like 92, I want to say. 
Um, and then at a certain, I was at during while I was DJing, I was always doing like, uh, you know, house party flyers and club flyers and stuff like that. And then a friend of mine had to pick up his girlfriend at a Grateful Dead concert. And so I, I drove him out there and uh, basically ended up on Grateful Dead tour, then ended up on Fish tour, then ended up on uh, String Cheese tour, and then ended up in the festival scene and kind of have just been, you know, doing um, festival and concert posters and band merch now for probably the last 25 years. Yeah, so for the listeners, Robbie is an incredible artist. I had the opportunity to look at some of his work after I heard him on the Subconscious Realms podcast. Um, do you, do you want to let people know where they can see your work at? Um, yeah, I have, we'll, we'll do it again at the end of the show, but might yeah, as well do it sure. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram at Robbie R O B B Y M A R X. Um, I have an Etsy page, which is R Marks Artist. Um, I have a webpage, www.marksmarks.com. Um, it's a little antiquated. I'm working on getting that updated. Um, but yeah, I'm out there. I'm easily Googleable and searchable. Um, I probably talk the most trash on Twitter, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. My boy Robbie out there. <laughs> but yeah, I've been um, basically, man, I've been out um, as an independent artist um, for probably um 34 years now how and old are you robbie i'm gonna be 51 this year oh nice we're uh, like cl- close in age yeah um but like once covid hit um and the music industry basically collapsed um the cannabis industry really kind of stepped up and i've been doing like just a ton of um branding labeling um you know product design stuff like that um of of late and um you know it's i've I've been have you been doing it all organically are you using like procreate or or um anything like that yeah i've been i've I've been in photoshop since the year it came out um okay so so yeah you're not switching no i'm not switching and that's the whole thing i used to to mess with photoshop but i'm really into procreate right now yeah nice nice um the thing with photoshop is it's designed for screen printers so, uh, you know, when I'm building stuff for different um, bands or, or, you know, companies, um, basically I, I can build stuff straight for the screen press um, yeah. or offset. Pr- it just depends on what the project is, um, dep- you know. But as far as the organic part of it, I do hand draw everything, um, sketch it out with pen and pencil, uh, you know, with a pencil. Um, and then uh-huh. once I get approval from the client, um, I drop black line and basically with that, I'll do either like a, uh, repeatograph or a micro liner, or sometimes I'll do just straight up brushwork, you know, it's, uh, nice. yeah, yeah. And, and what, go ahead. Oh no. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, and you do tattoos, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, tattooing for about 20 years now. Yeah, um, well, since 2000, 22 years. Uh, yep. I started tattooing on Hollywood Boulevard, and uh, yeah, I'm like you. I've traveled all over. I've lived all over, uh, from right. LA to Hawaii to the Northwest. And right now, I'm actually I'm living that gypsy life right now. Nice. 
I was in Washington for four years and then uh, at the end of which Halloween day last year, I left, you know, I closed down my tattoo shop and I was just like, and all my friends and family said, what are you doing? You're in your Uh mid forties. Why you just join your business? I'm like, dude, my, my business barely made it through COVID. So every day after has been a blessing and I'm like, I'm going to just go see that. I'm the type of guy to jump in the eye of the storm, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, it's, been- yeah, I just got back from the road. We were out for, I don't know, about a, a little over a month and a half, just tooling around, um, did a few festivals, saw some friends, saw some family, um, which was a little less than I normally do. Um, the last, like, 34 years, I've been going out generally three to four months a year. Um, and then at the peak before my daughter was born, I was actually out like nine months out of the year on the road hustling, you know? Um, yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, the last, I don't know, I would say the last four or five years, especially since COVID now, um, you know, I just do four or five, maybe eight, you know, really good shows, more select. Um, I, I'm finding I'm at the point where, it's more lucrative in regard to my time and my sanity um, to kind of just, uh, you know, do design work. And, and I mean, when you're out on the road, it's, it's, you know, every day is new. Every day is a new puzzle to solve. Yeah. It's uh, I, 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 Oh yeah. It's exciting and quite relaxing, honestly. Um, but just, you know, dude, I've been doing that for 35 years. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, you know, what, when and, is your birthday? In November. November what? So, um, generally, I don't like to say, man. Um, okay. Just all because right. of all the, the current, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will tell you, I'm a Scorpio, um, that both my moons um, are also in Scorpio. Cool. So I'm like, I'm like a really hard. I'm at the bottom of the barrel, man. Hey, hey, you're not, you're not telling me. You're definitely a Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's, and, that's... and the inverse of the Scorpio, you know, is the eagle. You know, yeah which absolutely. generally flies so high that i can't even see it the, the phoenix yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes yeah. oh whoa shit, i didn't even think about that yeah mm-hmm. i'm a capricorn all my all my closest friends are scorpios like i'm talking yeah. about like in the last 30 years like 25 different people that i've been tight with whether they were like people i worked with or just i just have a ton of scorpios in my life and i mm-hmm. and i really love the scorpios they're full of infinite wisdom but i always say they give you the best advice that they can't follow right god bless their souls <laughs> and, they, and they can turn trash into treasure or treasure into trash into trash yeah yeah paint yeah. the daytime black you know yeah it's, yeah yeah so but yeah so, you're, go ahead. so you're getting you're getting you're getting uh you're getting uh tired of traveling so much yeah i don't know that i'm so much tired of traveling um it's just that that my body's getting worn out yeah i mean the you know all those years of setting up canopies you know setting up booths breaking down booths like all night driving like you know it's uh it's i mean you know as as much fun as i've had um it's definitely um it, it wears you down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what are you, what are you selling at the, when, when you're out on the road? Um, I have 
posters. I have um, fine art posters I've done. I have okay. uh, concert and festival posters. Um, I have decks of cards, stickers, T-shirts. Um, at, you know, at one point, I had enough to fill like a 10 by 20 booth, you know. Oh, wow. And now I'm down to a 10 by 10 booth. And the the last number of years, I've just been vending less and less um, just because with the doing the work for for different industry sources, um, uh-huh. a lot of the way that I look at it now is I do the work for other people and they kind of, you know, um, you know, in, in within the shared vision, they they put it out there, you know, so it's uh yeah, it's and and I always think it's fun when I have like posters dropping on the East Coast and the West Coast that you know, and there's been a couple times I've had like three on the same weekend, and it's just like you know, conceptually I almost look at them as like you know, um, mind bombs where I'm where I'm just sending out these thoughts into the universe, you know, and and you know, ideally with the art, you know, um, I'm trying to create something with a timeless sense of beauty. You know, yeah. to to try to give something people, you know, a little bit higher um, to ascend as far as within their mind's eye, you know. Well, I, I noticed like a lot, like a lot of your your art, it's like perfect for like, like ganja labels and like bands and IPAs. Like if I was like, mm. if I was going to start a craft beer, I'd be like, let's contact Robbie and have him yeah. design something for us. It's just, it's very earthy, very, very mystical, very, uh, I don't know. It's awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, I did do uh, a beer for uh, Tuckerman's, um, which is a Northeastern brewery. um, And they have a beer called Substantial Whimsy, which Uh is a grateful, uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons, um, kind of thing where in Dungeons and Dragons, they bet you can make this beer, um, or this brew, but it doesn't do anything except for give the characters like character points. Um, Uh so basically this is a uh, chocolate orange Porter that they brewed up and, um, I did the, the label for it and it's like an alchemist and he's got like the three legged tripod with like the crystalline vase. And it's got like the, uh, the, uh, labyrinth in it with the orange tree growing at the center. And it's like a chocolate tree with like oranges coming off of it. And he's like over the top with like doing, you know, alchemy. And, uh, it's, yeah, I had a fun, fun time with that one. man. But what's funny, um, was I was, uh, talking with my friend last night we were on a walk and uh we were talking about the 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 vaccines and and i was like the thing that people don't get is Mm -hmm. we're we're not dealing with just like politicians we're dealing with serial killers who are involved in black magic so the Mm -hmm. vaccines and the pesticides and all this stuff this is all alchemy for them yeah, this, they, they, they get to get, you know, they get to feel deep in like their realm of of the dark arts with alchemy. It's all this bullshit. Well, and, you know, you get into um, as far as like looking at some of the miscellaneous um, pesticides and how they're interrelated with genetic products, you know, and the old yes. genetics, the old GMOs, you know, they're taking cassette, almost like they call them cassettes. And they were physically like um, 
you know, assaulting the DNA in order to knock part of it out and put another part in. And now they've risen to the point where they have the CRISPR unit where they can, you know, go in and with scissor like precision, cut certain parts out and put other parts in. And when you look at the vaccine itself, um, you know, they say that, that um, it's basically a CRISPR programmed um, unit that they were able to within, you know, two hours print one of the, once they got, they got the code, um, the genetic code supposedly, you know, of the virus from the Chinese. And they said within, you know, like an hour, two hours, they were able to, to, you know, 3d print out this, this vaccine, you know, through digital means, which, yeah. which sent out and, and started putting into every, and, you know, when you get into all the genetic stuff, man, they may be able to, and it's, it's like they found out when they were working with GMOs and the early cassettes and well, even going back further, they were using gamma radiation to modify genetic organisms, you know, and that's where we got um, the guy that did that. He actually won a Pulitzer prize for taking low bush wheat and increasing the kernel size. And uh -huh. he's, he's also the one responsible for giving us the ruby red grapefruit that they genetically modified through gamma radiation. So this is something that's been going on for a very long time. So, so that's how the ruby red came into play. That is how the ruby red grapefruit came into play. Yeah. Wow. I, when I lived, when I lived in Hawaii for five years, I lived on Kauai and on Maui. Oh, nice. I did uh, organic farming and we used to like, you know, like protests against Monsanto and Sagenta yep. and um yeah, wow, I didn't I didn't know that the Ruby Red was genetically yeah. modified. Um and, and most of the wheat that is in um products, at least yes. in the United States and you know that I know a lot of people have problems with gluten in the United States. Absolutely. But, but didn't they say that like when they when they modified it, it became like 20 times more potent or something like that yeah well i don't know and harder that. to and they're not sprouting any of it it's not like they're no. giving us sprouted grain so right. so it's like 20 times full, full of more gluten and they're mm. not sprouting it so well, and the thing was that short bush wheat when they when they hit it with the gamma radiation the wheat kernels actually swole to such a size that it broke off the the uh, wheat stalks so they have to harvest it at a certain point otherwise it all starts to break you know so um, but but they found through the course of all this genetic engineering that it it decreases diversity in field settings um it it you know it does all kinds of things to um um within the the creatures that eat it um you know you're looking at turning some of your gut bacteria into um pesticide manufacturing pumps essentially um and and over generations they found in mice and hamsters that it actually starts to um in some cases make the tongue hairy it makes the the hands and feet smaller um it causes spinal cord problems um you know just all that and and they try to pass this off as feeding the world and and you know yes increasing you know so that yeah, it's the whole food science and the idea of better living through chemistry, you know, um, which which after the Great Depression, um, FDR was like, you know, a chicken in every pot. 
So they, they basically looked at food sciences, the more calories you could put into an individual, the essentially the better it was in regard to feeding. But the thing is, the calories that they want to put into people are flowers. Poisonous. Yeah. All these things that burn yeah. super hot in the body. Yeah. Which, yeah, which they give us inflammation and exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which, which could be again tied in with the idea of um, you know, the the survival of the fittest races, you know, as Charles Darwin likes to prerequisite, you know. Yeah. Um it's it's crazy because like you said you had you were like into conspiracy theories in the ninety I nineties. I, I didn't I was in freaking prison in the nineties. While you were getting into conspiracies, uh, and that's the big prison industrial complex, prison. yeah, you know, the utilization uh, of the prison system. Oh, absolutely, I've, I've done episodes on it. Uh, yeah, I went in to do six months and I pulled six years. Mm. Um, but two, like, I was out, like, I want to say I had just been out for like a year, year and a half, and 9 11 hit, mm-hmm. and literally, I'm not joking, bro. Because you know, because when you're in jail, you're just you're learning about psychological warfare. You're paying right. attention to people and in and, and their behavior and stuff I'm like that. And that's yeah, I'm just like breaking people down left and right. I'm not joking, dude. The moment 9/11 happened, I was like, oh my god, this is an inside job. And it was it was just off ball shit. It was like, okay, well we've never had planes hijacked. They hijacked four planes. Wow, mm. that's crazy. Mm. That was weird to me. And then they went to like George Bush reading to children. And I was like, okay, I don't, I didn't know anything about the things they were saying, the kite hit plane or anything like that. I didn't know the, that he was reading the book, I pet goat or whatever. Mm. All I knew was at the moment, four planes were hijacked by terrorists, supposedly. Right. Our president was sitting in a school reading to children, looking like a fucking hero. My, pet, like, my pet goat holding it upside down. Yeah, but I didn't know any of that. All I knew was this is a theatrical setup to paint these mm. guys as villains and to paint this guy like a hero. Yeah. Fucking sitting here looking, you know. And so, like, instantly I was just like, I don't fucking trust this. I was like, this is like a theatrical Hollywood-style setup. Like, these guys are evil. This guy loves children. Mm. And then, then like, my family was like, you're crazy. And I'm not, I wasn't even a conspiracy theorist at this point. I didn't like the government or trust them. But I didn't, I didn't, right. didn't, I would, I didn't know about David Ike or anything till after this shit. Um, mm. And then, uh, and then two days later, they said, "Oh, we found their passports in the rubble." I was like, "I'm done, dude. There's no yeah. fucking yeah. way." And then that's yeah. when I discovered William Cooper, da- you know, David Ike, yeah. Alex yep. Jones, which I didn't even know William Cooper and Alex Jones were beefing. Oh yeah, man. Well, because William, Cooper, I like Alex Jones, but I know yeah. he's he's an insider. He's, he's, a a control, he's a method of controlled exactly. uh, leak. Opposition, um, yeah. He he's basically there um, for the uh, you know the revelation of the method. Um, yes. Basically, they you know because in accordance with with federal law, they have to tell, they have to tell the population what they're doing. You know, so that, that's back, what. It- back in the day, they used to put this stuff all in the back of the newspapers. And say, you know, this exercise will be going. And and it it got to the point where, you know, they basically, and and I think when you look at um, 
a scanner darkly, the Philip K. Dick flick, you know, yes. and, and how they roll out the van and take him away. That was predictive programming. They were, I, you know, what I need to watch that again. I remember watching yeah. it years ago and being like, wow, this is fascinating. That's the that's the animated yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, with Keanu um, Reeves. Correct. And Woody Harrelson okay. and, and Robert Downey Jr. Um, but the thing is, man, I, I think that from the, you know, because William Cooper, he basically came out and did, I think it was three episodes on Alex Jones and talking yeah. about talking about how he was interrelated with intelligence. And um, then you look at the, the writer contracts that Jones was on down in Austin and just down. But nonetheless, I think he was put into place. Uh, you know, and established long ago so that they could bring him forth and make him the essential, um, you know, uh, token conspiracy theorist. Well, but not only that, bring him into a court of law so they could essentially shut down these voices in such a way that, you know, are um, actually relating, you know, information with, uh, you know, first first source information, you know. Um, it's, you know, like reading medical studies and, you know, it's like, you, you know, on Twitter, I guess a lot of people are saying you can post X, Y, and Z, but if you start, you know, quoting stuff out of it, they, you know, they knock you out. Um, Facebook's way worse. Um, you know, and I I'm think I'm not even we, on Facebook anymore. I so, dude. So I was constantly getting like 30 day bans for like, yeah. so when Facebook first started, dude, you could talk all kinds of shit. Right? Well, back in MySpace days, man, MySpace had some of the most outlandish stuff oh, going yeah. on. You know? Totally. Um, I was I told people I was like I was red pilling people on MySpace. Now I'm rainbow pilling people. Yeah. 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 I was I was uh, talking about satanic pedophiles when MySpace was around. Right. Like I've been talking I've been talking about crazy shit for a long forever. fucking time. Well, so, and the so, thing is you know, you spin this stuff around for long. It's that whole, you know, there's a Grateful Dead song, you know, the faster we go, the rounder we get, you know, regardless of what the information is over a certain amount of time, you get this overall ideal kind of what's going on. And man, when 9-11 happened, I was sitting in a Thai, a Thai restaurant with another artist, right? And um, we were just, you know, just waking up and and basically having breakfast and um the guy you know i knew the guy that ran the restaurant and he came out with a little two two and a half inch black and white tv and was showing me the plane hitting the towers you know and i was like well man you know of course i was like you know when you look back at clinton and you look back at the early attempts of of hitting those towers and you know and and the fact that you know we know now that the towers the, the um, foundation stone was laid on 9-11. On the Pentagon, the foundation stone was laid on 9-11. On the White House, the foundation stone was laid on 9-11. You know, so there's this intrinsic, num you know, number that, yes. that these mystical types have, you know. And I get into that with Lee on this last uh, this last one. Um, we do the Cosmic Egg and the uh, Leviathans. Yeah. Um, you'll have to check that one out, but yeah, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was listening to to that. I listened to about a half an hour of it the other day, and yeah, and then, nice. I, then I was just like trying to like follow it as I'm falling, and I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. I was like, I gotta listen to this with you know when I'm driving or something, something because yeah. it's packed full of such good information. Yeah, that's what like I was like, I, like I, I was like, oh man, I gotta get this guy on my show. Is mm -hmm. his mind like goes all over place? Like mine go the information like it's like. 
so much of the shit that I like, I'm like, where the fuck do I remember this from? Like, how, mm. how do, you know, like, um, and then it's gotten to the point, particularly in the last uh, two years. I mean, of course, you know about synchronicity and, and, oh, yeah. and you know, seeing numbers and, you know, and, and I just did a podcast about that. And I forget where I'd heard that synchronicity is basically God smiling down upon mm-hmm. you, letting you know you're on the right path. Um, and even before I had heard anything in regard to synchronicities when I was younger, I used to have synchronicities all the time. And I was like, this is the universe telling me I'm on the right path. It's like I inherently knew. Yeah, that. I knew that. You know? Yeah. I said yeah. that in my podcast today. I was like, I was like, bro, like I started having psychic dreams while I was in jail. Mm. Right. And, and, and while I was in jail, I was getting involved in like dry fasts and shit mm-hmm. like that meditation prayer right. all i did but by the so i went in to do six months got out six years later get mm. gang era los That's angeles insane, yeah 1990s right uh, we don't have to get into all that i've gotten into it plenty of times on my my podcast but i started having these psychic dreams and then I, my, my grandmother was native she was like literally born on uh, the muskaki indian reservation mm-hmm. and so i wound up getting into like sweat lodge and things like that and, and native ceremonies and that like i helped the visions and then 12 years ago i got deeply involved into meditation i was like going and doing like these 10 day silent meditation retreats nice vipassana i don't know if you've ever heard of that mm-hmm. but um that that's when immediately after like i had ptsd that went away from the meditation mm. right that's yes. why i try and tell vets all the time is you do you got to meditate you got to you know like, yeah. yeah and um so uh then i started having lots of synchronicities but uh it's gotten to the point now where and i'm sure you can do this too um and i have a lot of scorpio on my chart too like mm-hmm. my son is in the eighth house, which is like Capricorn ruled by Scorpio, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is is why I think I'm so deeply in, involved in the occult and things like right? that. And my and my life path number is 33, which yeah. makes me another fucking weirdo. My um, life path number is 27. <laughs> oh, the, nice. The inverse is 72, or Mercury, or the tur- you know one degree of the turning of the ages. So. It, it's gotten to the point now where, like, I'm able to uh, uh, start uh, casting predictions on things. Like, hmm. uh, you know, like I had heard this guy, he was a numerologist. He was, and he, all he said was about 2020 was 2020 means perfect vision. Right. And I was like, oh my God, we are going to see something on a global level in 2020. I don't know what that is. Right. I hope it has to do with the politicians getting outed for their pedophilia uh, shit. Man, you know, it's unfortunately the way the justice system is set up, man, you know, justice upon those people is something that, that chances are we will never see. As we've seen with some of these prosecutors getting in in key spots and covering up, you know, certain different crimes like Epstein and whatnot. It's uh, and then, you know, it's. I, I almost look like look at some of these prosecutors as like the wolf in, in Pulp Fiction, you know. They're basically the cleanup crew. They come in and they put the icing on the cake, you know. It's uh yeah, I just I mean, I I have lost I lost faith in the top of what the upper echelons of government 
you know, were doing back in the nineties, really. Um, and, and I think really a lot of the only, um, like real inflection we can have within government is on a local level. Um, so I do vote in the local elections. I more and more want to not vote in the national elections, but at the same time, um, I feel like if, if there's even a chance to make a difference, you know, yeah. I, I still do go vote. Um, because, well, you know, and you got a lot of people saying, well, once you vote, you're like approving of the, the process itself, you know, but at the same time, if you don't vote, you're like, you're discluding yourself from the possibilities, you know? Um, and, and granted, I know that, you know, the electoral college and like, you know, I mean, when, um, Obama was running against Hillary in the primary here in New Hampshire, um, the day after the New Hampshire primary, um, and Hillary had, had won, uh, I think Hillary had won, maybe Obama won, but nonetheless, they found a van on the side of the road, not too far from my house, um, where it was basically stacked top to bottom, you know, with, um, basically Obama ballots that had been just like stowed away and not counted, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's just, you know, when you look at the, the long-term history of ballot box stuffing and bringing out the dead and, you know, and now we're to the point with Diebold machines, you know, and what was it? The guy there that programmed those, he testified before Congress. And then a week later he went down in a plane after saying they could just Dude. push the button, you know, and, and flip the, flip the outcome. It's you know. the same thing with the guy that created the PCR test. What was his name again? Gary, um, oh, what was his last name? Gary I forget. Mead. Yeah, he, but he said it's like, he said you could find anything. It's like very, um, you know, Eastern in philosophy. Like you could find anything in it if you look deep enough. So the cycle rate at which they are running the PCR tests, you know, when they're running them at 30, 40 cycles, you know, they're more apt to find what they're looking for. Well, I want to do a podcast in the future where, like, I write down a list of names of people who said shit, and then they just mm. went back. They just came up missing. Mm. Right? Yeah, well, and see, I was back in the in the 90s, man. I was into the you know, the Clinton list and the black <laughs> helicopters and yeah. all that, man, man, I, you know, <laughs> when I was in Arkansas, um, you know, there, there was, uh, the whole, um, two kids that were on the tracks in Mina. Yeah. Know? I heard about that. And, and their mother actually ended up taking that into closed congressional hearings. But, you know, one of those kids was, good friends with a friend that I'm good friends with, you know, and, and just to see it from, from the commoners perspective, you know, and, and, you know, when you, when you look at, you know, getting into Clinton and him being born in the Rothschild's mansion and his, his, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. His parentage is questionable. Um, very much like Hitler's Hitler's mother, you know, was also in a Rothschild. Mansion, yeah. You I know, knew that. They, they changed Hitler's birth certificate three times before they put the, you know, the Heidler, Heidler name on it. Well, um, I, have, I don't know if you've heard this, but have you heard that Obama is like Hitler's grandson? Oh, man. It's, you know, when you, st that's the whole thing, you know, the whole Barbara Bush being Aleister Crowley yes. spring and, you know. Um, was that, it, that I have no doubt about. You just look at her face. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like looking at like, what's that guy's name? Uh, John Podesta and Chester. Mm. from uh lincoln park they yeah. have so 
so both Alistair oh, Crowley yeah. and John yeah. Podesta yeah. have the most uncommon faces. So yeah. for Barbara Bush to look almost exactly yeah. like uh, Alistair Crowley yeah. and for Chester to look almost exactly like John Podesta, John Podesta. it's like, yeah, that's undeniable yeah. that they're related. Well, and the same thing with Trudeau and Castro. Castro or and Angela Merkel and Adolf Hitler. Hitler and it just or Zelensky know. and George Soros. Right, right. It is very interesting when you go down those roads. Um, but well, and then the other thing that I have a kind of an issue with is this whole thing of everybody saying all the uh, the men are women and the women are men, you know. And they like line up like their shoulders and their hips and how they walk. And, and, you know, being an artist and doing figure drawing, um, you know, it, the thing is, man, we're in a fractal, you know, and there's going to be people that are of all gender form, you know, like the native Americans believe that there was 23 different genders, you know, and basically we are all a spectrum within the output of the fractal. You know, mm -hmm. so I just, you know, there's going to be guys that have male quality. There's going to be women that have female, you know, vice versa. Yeah. It's yeah. just, and, and I just think that, you know, some people, that's the whole thing, man. Once you, you know, when you go back to philosophy and the ideas of, of being a philosopher, you know, you can take these idea, ideas into yourself as potentially being true. But in the end, man, you have to believe nothing is true. Because as soon as you decide something is true, then you go down the path where bias takes over. And and so I always yeah, you have that you, be, you develop that internal cult mentality mentality. Right. So you always you know, it's like Buddha says, you always have to walk the middle path. You know, you and, and it's, you know, um, like in politics, you know, they were like, well, Bill Clinton's like a centrist, you know, and but it's that idea within our culture that you have to keep, you know, the the right wing fascists at bay on one side yeah. and the left wing communists, communists. on the other side. And, and we have to walk this middle path where we never fall into the extremism, you know. And and it it's getting harder and harder with the weaponized anthropology, man. You know? Yeah, they're really like in the last shit I was gonna say to you earlier, like so okay, we heard about 2012 with the Mayan calendar, right? Yeah, and that was Jose Arguello and Terrence McKenna through the Esalen Institute, which is all backed and coming out of intelligence services. Oh, know. so that wasn't true then. Well, man, the Mayan calendar, it does have that date at which the new cycle begins. Yes. And depending upon how you layer the calendars, you know, some people argue it's this. But the thing was, there was a transit of Venus that was in the 2012 calendar. Um, and when you look at the Mayan calendar, man, it's it's a moon calendar. It's actually one of the most precise calendars that we still have, like on the planet. And and I think that 2012 was 2012 in the sense that all the other astrological phenomena that were required within the Mayan calendar for that to happen were indeed happening. So, so I, I, I and when, like last night, I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, we're going to loosely base this podcast. But I really wanted to bring this up to you and see what you thought, mm. because I know that you could go in a fucking crazy spaces <laughs> like me we speak the same weird language uh so uh according to my friend 
uh, Manuel. I've had him on the podcast several times. He was one of my really good friends when I was living in Washington. Mm-hmm. Tall, black dude with dreadlocks. I call him Black Jesus, right? Nice. Literally looks like what I would think Jesus looked like, right? Looked like, um, yeah. And uh, he tells me a couple weeks ago, that was probably like a month and a half ago, he's like, He's like, hey, just so you know, the Ethiopian calendar says uh, 2012 happened in 2020. And I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Mm. Um, which And the reason why I found that to be so fascinating and, and instantly connected with that was because I believe Graham Hancock was one of like three people I had heard say the Ark of the Covenant is in Ethiopia, right? as well as... Um, me just just internally thinking how weird it is that all these Rastafarians claim to be the true descendants of Israel right. or, or the, the Israelites, right? Right. That Christ said he was the lion of Judah, where right. the lions come from, yeah. Africa. Uh, that Africa is one of the most oppressed nations on the planet. Yeah. And yeah. who's oppressing him? Them satanic motherfuckers. Right. The right? inversion, the people that work inversion. Yeah. And, and so I was like, I was like thinking like, because this is where I want to run by you. Um, we're stuck. I feel like we're stranded in this period right now where mm. there is multiple timelines going. Right. right. And this is all. And, and dude, I really want to hear your opinion on this one. So 2012 for mm-hmm. us, right? Like, cause I'm sure you and I both, we experienced like upgrades during the date 2012. Hmm. What was it? 10 years ago? Yeah. First 2012. I stopped stopped, like drinking and smoking weed as much. I got more into my spiritual practices and working out again. And I pretty much stayed on that path. This, this, this whole last decade. Right. Um, But if you look at like, just what's happened. Mm -hmm. So we went from like, five, 10 conspiracy, 10, five to 10, you know, knowable conspiracies a year since 20, uh, 2000 to like 10 conspiracies a day since 2020. And it's like manifold. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, dude, th- this has to be the new age. Yeah. It's well, I mean, when, and that's the whole thing, man, when you start getting into calendars and overlaying calendars and, you know, timelines, essentially. Um, There was times um, like when they brought the Gregorian calendar in the way they actually overlaid it. um, They, they basically subtracted some days from the old calendar and and basically hit a whole war that, you know, basically did not happen on, on the calendar because they made those days disappear. You know, so and when you get into calendars themselves, you know, William Burroughs, he gets into the Mayan calendar quite a bit in some of his writings. And he talks about it was one of the earliest mind control devices, Um, you know, and then uh, Carlos Castaneda also says that the pyramids themselves are attention stealers, basically to get people to focus away from normal life onto something larger and more, you know, grandiose. Um, Yeah. 
but the idea that calendar, you know, with the mind calendar, um, William Burroughs talks about every day, you know, you wake up and depending on the day, you know, the symbol system tells you what that day is supposed to represent and what you're supposed to think about and how you're supposed to act in accordance with the day. And very much like how we have holidays now and, you know, people living for the weekend and waiting for Friday and churches yeah. on Sunday. Well, depending on whether, you, when you, you know, practice the Sabbath, um, the Sabbath was originally Saturday, you know, Saturday. Yes. Saturday. Um, yeah. And then it was moved to Sunday, which was, you know, it, so it's, it's very interesting. Which, which I, I, I've been wondering, maybe, you know, uh, like, because we know all the days uh, coalesce with, uh, the astral bodies or whatever those right. luminaries up in the well, sky are. and you were talking about jesus being the lion of judah when you look the across, sun yeah but when you look across the ad astrological wheel um from pisces i believe it is the lion or you know leo it's, so it's, as that it's rolls virgo around, is it virgo okay yeah pisces virgo and pisces, pisces and virgo. Are, yeah. are, uh um, so maybe it's, oh, that's what it is from the creation. That's what it is from the creation at Virgo to the point that the lion of Judah rolls around is supposed to be the, the essential lion of Judah. So, cause basically Virgo represents the time that we fell into creation. And then as you go through the different ages of the Zodiac, when the lion of Judah, when, when Leo rolls around and basically where we're at, when we hit Aquarius, the light of Aquarius shines across the Zodiac to Leo. So it illuminates Leo. So there's a lot of people say that that's essentially when the quote unquote lion of Judah is, is coming when we each, when we reach the age of Aquarius, you know? Well, he like, uh, so when you look at like regular astrology, it goes, you know, Capricorn, Aquarius, it goes it, it goes clockwise but when you're dealing with ages it goes in reverse it goes counterclockwise so like 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 biblically um the, ver the you have the virgin virgo and then you have leo the lion the sun right so the the sun comes from the virgin birth according to the ages and then like i'm sure you've gotten into astro theology and things yeah, like that yeah um like when when uh, Moses, you know, had just saved the Israelites from Egypt and, and he's like, all right, you got to follow God's laws and, and no more, you know, idol worship. And then next thing you know, they're worshiping the golden calf and Moses comes down right. and he breaks the law on them. And he's like, what Which the fuck? Do you do Taurus. Exactly. They're worship. Right. They are because Moses and, was was the ram. The right, Israelites were moving, Aries. Right. They're moving. They're worshiping the in old age. Or Abram, the age of the ram, which became Abraham. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, calendars, man. Um, you know. Um, Easy it, to manipulate that stuff. Yes. And at a base, you know, um, it's a way to organize chaos. And, and early on in the planting sector, you know, it was essential for them to have a calendrical device to basically know when planting and harvest. And, you know, that's when you get into all these, these you know, these spring festivals and the equinox festivals and all the, you know, um, and, and as time went on, um, I believe that, you know, the different um, czars, Caesars and, and rulers basically, you know, adding months, you know, um, like Augustus adding August. And, you know, you, you just start looking at how, 
um, the the original systems it you know slowly expanded and became bastardized and became fused with other systems and became you know um, diluted through the course of, of all the years you know um, so calendars it's really calendars are a strange thing man and so many people look at different calendars you know um, and and try to relay prophecy from yeah. calendars. You know, but but, you know, when you get into the Bible, you know, it, it, anybody that's into, you know, um, the canon, basically, you know, no man shall know the time, you know, and and even the idea that there's a beginning and an ending, you know, that comes from Zoroaster. So, you know, the the idea of ascending into matter and then the fiery, you know, revelation at the end of time where all humans will be judged, you know, that's all Zoroaster, which influenced um, Judaism. And, and, you know, then inflected into Christianity and kind of expanded further out into, you know, Muhammad philosophy, you know. It's, have you uh, heard of, have you heard of the Shemitah? The Shemitah. I heard you say that. I was listening to a few of your pods the other night after we talked and I heard you say that. And man, I've studied a lot of different Jewish theology and I have not heard of the Shemitah. So this year... Mm-hmm. This last year was the Shemitah, where it's like, I think it's every seven years, mm-hmm. you're supposed to put down the plow and not farm and not, you know, not do, there's, there's other things involved. But sounds, I just, like, sounds like it relates in with the Jubilee. Uh, what's that? Yeah, the Jubilee, I believe, is every seven years as well. They're supposed to forgive debt. And then- yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, and every yeah, yeah. 70 years, um, basically, you know, the entire system's reset. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we if go back, falls. if we go back and we we time it out and it's like, oh, yeah, 70 years ago, the Federal Reserve did this or, yeah. you know, because when you look at like what's happened the last year, it's like they've destroyed the farms. They've destroyed the farms. They're destroying the monetary system. They're you know th- this whole thing man when you really get down to it the idea of owning nothing you know and and basically from what i can tell they want us to rent everything from the oligarchs yes you no know? and basically i it, it to me it looks like they're trying to put us back into a form of serfdom you know? oh absolutely yeah, yeah. um but like and, uh well and, and i was gonna ask you do you yeah. think that like because of the shemitah and like mm-hmm. knowing what we know, like I- I've gone into like on podcasts before, like the reason why we can't put together all their symbology and this and that is because we're dealing with a cult of people who all have multiple personality disorder. So yes, none of yes. their shit makes sense. It, it right. makes sense to them. But well, like and also as you know, when you go back into the ancient temple system, um, they they were actually building and dismantling the temples in accordance with the turning of the stars. And basically at the point where we see all the remaining temples now, this is the point where basically the system kind of went into a stalemate. And, and you know, um, a lot of they didn't have the resources to be able to facilitate maintaining that process. So what we see, well, I don't think we know how to build the temples like they used to. Oh, no, no, not at all. I mean, when you go back to the Angkor Wat and you go to, you know, like Baalbek and you look at the, the you know, it's just I mean, and then what are the pyramids made of? You know, are they poured concrete or, you know, with the Mamillites in them or are they actually 
hewn stone that they maneuvered into place. I mean, mm -hmm. it's very up, you know, up in the air. In e even even though, like, and you probably see it over where you're at right now too. Like, even the architecture in America, like what they're calling the Tartarian uh, architecture, because that's what I've been doing. You know, the last few months as i've been like everywhere i go i'm looking at these cathedrals that were supposedly built in the 1800s and i was like dude i've been to spain i know what it feels like to walk into yeah. a geometrically perfect structure yep. that was constructed in the shape of natural law these yep. were not built by us sorry guys like, right you know? Well, and, and I don't know. It, on a certain point, I don't like to discount what humanity is and, and the extremes to which our mind can take things. Well, but, I'm not saying that we didn't build them. I'm saying we didn't build them when we said we built them. Oh, so that's... They, yeah. they, yeah. they weren't built in 1863 in three years with horses and buggies. That didn't yeah. happen. I, I mean, I, I've done basic architecture. Yeah. Like, we're watching guys mess measurements up and do all this, you know yeah. what I mean? They're trying to tell me... That, that you know with limited resources and manpower these motherfuckers built these yep. you know these cathedrals yeah right yeah yeah temples uh to express divinity you know of the divine man in the heavens um it's yeah it's de the cathedrals man you know when you get into falconelli and you start really digging into the symbology of the the cathedrals and the temples themselves um you know it's some beautiful stuff you know, um, but but, you know, I think that like the uh, pipe organs, um, a lot of the miscellaneous, um, you know, the bells, the bells. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the whole thing, man. Um, you were talking about black magic and inversion. You know, one of the strongest talents or uh, talismans that a black magician can possess is the grease from a church bell. You know, it's, wow. Uh, because of well, that. I was saying to somebody uh, on a podcast I did on Tartaria and the millennial reign of Christ, because I think Tartaria is basically the fall guy for them, like the millennial reign of Christ, just like I think racism mm -hmm. is the fall guy for classism. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I think Tartaria is like, I, I, I don't, I like, so I take a different stance, like, cause I'm all, mm -hmm. but I do believe that Christ uh, was either a real man or real men. Right. And the, 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 the apocalypse already happened, that we are in the brief season where Lucifer or rather Satan comes back to deceive all nations. Because when you look at all these key players, Trudeau, Angela Merkel, Macron, Obama, uh, Joe Biden, these guys are all the same person. Well, and they all all their bloodlines, man, you know, what was it, a 14 year old girl? Uh, basically went back and tracked all the bloodlines of all the U.S. presidents, and all but one of them went back to George the Third. Yeah, you know? and and you know when you get into um, what was it, uh, John Kerry and um, who was it running? Oh, and George W. Bush when they were running against each other. You know, they're both Yaley bonesmen. You know, yeah, and and it's just um, when you look at the origin of the IDP and. Um, you know the, the pirates themselves as far as the opium runners setting up shop and and teaching their children how to you know basically control the masses through these ivy league schools you know and and it's uh yeah it's just wild man it's wild well, well like you were saying like earlier about like 
serfdom and, and, and basically making us slaves again. I'm like, well, yeah, that's historically, that's the way it was. That's the, that's the waveform, man. I mean, you yeah. look at the, the Magna Carta, you know, which, which was signed and basically made it so that individuals were sovereign above kings, you know. Um, and now Prince Charles or King Charles is basically, you know, behind the, the new Terra Carta which makes the earth superior over humans, you know? So basically oh, so they're going to, they're going to try and push the whole climate change thing. and Trump. Yeah. They're basically trying to Trump human right by earth. Right. You know? Yeah, it, well, and, and, you know, and, and I'm sorry, like I, I'm not a registered voter uh, mm. because of my own things, but every dipshit college kid leftist is going to fall for this shit. And it's just oh, yeah. like, yeah. I'm like this, I'm like this because uh, I know how strong and rejuvenative the earth is and that I don't believe that man is strong enough to destroy this, you know, God's creation. Um, but I, I think that like everybody, part of it is to fit in with their virtue signaling crowd. And another part of it is maybe they do feel like they want to help the earth or whatever. Uh, but nobody talks about environmental disasters and all the people putting these climate change laws in are the ones causing all the environmental disasters. And all of a sudden they're going to come yeah. save us just like this this the same people that created the fucking virus are coming in to save us right. and all right. these dipshit leftists they believe in all this stuff and i'm like i'm at the point where i'm like this the climate is going to change i had no control over the ice age i had mm. no control over the the floods nothing right. like that right and the earth is in always in a perpetual state of balance yeah right and which is another reason why when when I when people talk to me about racism, it's like, dude, I grew up in gang neighborhoods all over right. L.A. Everybody's right. racist. Everybody's awesome. Like, I don't buy into that. Right. Shit. Like me, maybe in this time period in this region, it's like this. But yeah. nature does not favor one color person over another or one oh, sex of person over another. That's right. not how and, nature works. And in the 80s and the 90s, man, I mean, I was running around with every race out there, you know, Asian. Yeah. African. In Mexico, you know, uh, Spanish, and and none of us had a problem with any any other, you know, and and we were all out, you know, hustling, making make you know, making we good out there getting that paper, son. Right, right, and and it's just interesting now how um, the inter and and you know when you look at critical race theory and trace that back to the Frankists, going back to Marx and you know the young Hegelians, you know, it it's designed to cut both ways. So, you know, when the left looks at it, it, it basically gives them one viewpoint. Whereas when the right looks at it, it gives them another viewpoint. Yeah. And basically what it does is it ends up turning the people against each other by yeah. design, because yes, that's, when, when you get into Marx and the Hegelians and following that through and the Frankists coming into America after, you know, World War II, um, those those mechanisms i mean marx you know he was working to basically go against the system he was under you know because he was a big follow of, uh, follower of the enlightenment ideas and you know like his brother was really into voltaire and it's it's so you know and it's a utopian philosophy when you get into communism you know and they've just rebranded it man as you know this great reset you know I had heard it was and it came from a black guy that said this. He said, he said, rich people don't give a fuck about race. Right. Rich people don't give a fuck about racism. Mm. He's like, you know, who gives a shit about racism? 
poor people. Poor people. And that's thanks to the rich people. They yeah. got us all enraged so we can fight amongst each other so they right. can laugh their way to the bank. Right. That's why I always tell people racism is the for classism. Classism, for sure, for sure. And you know, when you go back and you and you look at the founding of the KKK and and you know how that was basically put into place. KKK is a satanic organization. Most people don't even realize. Oh, yeah, well, KKK complete with ritualistic sacrifices, sacrifices and incantations. And, yep, yep. Wearing the Rosicrucian cross. A lot of Scottish regalia in there as well, you know, as far as the grand wizard, grand dragon. Yeah, yep, exactly. And when you get KKK, that's 11, 11, 11. Which exactly. Is 33, man. You know, so they're telling you that they're they're a, a tool of the, the hidden hand, you know. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, well, and that's the other thing, man. When you get into those esoteric numbers, as far as 11, is the idea behind the propagation of the change, right? The 22, which is where we're at now as far as the year, that's the, that's the physical action of the manipulation of the master builder number. Right, right. Where you're actually doing the building, right? So, so I was talking to you earlier about like being able to start interpreting shit. Mm. Like I was like, okay, so I did a podcast on numerology. It was quick. It was like a half an hour. It was just a brief run through where I was like, 2020 represents perfect visions, which means we're going to see something on a global level. We did. We saw it with COVID. We saw some good yep. shit come out, some bad shit come out. And then I, I did another podcast where I was like, holy fuck, 2020 is 22. Yeah, it is. a master builder number. They're trying to rebuild civilization. Right. And then I was like, holy shit, we're in a master builder decade. That's why okay. Agenda 2030 is so important right. for these scumbags, right? right? Because they want to finish it by then. That's when so they now thing done. We're in the triple two this year. Yep. Right? And I've been telling people, I'm like, dude, we're in the triple two. They always use number. And so it's two, two, two. Right. Right? And, and, which is six, which is one of their favorite fucking numbers. Right. Um, I was like, if you don't think they're going to do something major this year or a bunch of major this shit this year wake up and that's why like now like i was like oh shit like in uh in the month of libra they're gonna collapse the financial system because libra represents the balancing of scales right right it's well and also that six you mentioned the six being one of their favorite numbers and when you look at that that is actually the cube you know which is a representation of this black cube that these yes. these are trapped in it's a representation of the spirit of mercury um it represented the soul of osiris um you could just you know go down the road with the cube man it's uh yeah well and, and, and it, i think in numerology it represents the family and community mm, as far as because it looks like itself. six looks like a pregnant woman yeah yeah. Well, that's the whole thing, man. With all these numbers, they both have a positive and a negative aspect. Yes. So, absolutely. You know, and and unfortunately, being the Scorpio, a lot of times I focus on the the darkness. You know. I know. Me too. I, yeah. I, I, I it's a, and like I know so much about the light, but I just feel like the darkness is here as a teacher. Like we're yeah. we, like, you know, it's like. I hate the Clintons in the bushes. And I'm like, yeah, me too. But like, mm -hmm. they're, they're also kind of here to be our teachers. They're, it's like, dude, this is, this is how far man can fall when born 
into wealth and privilege. Uh, mm. that, that not just it's not just wealth and privilege. It's wealth and privilege derived from slavery, from yep. like you said, the opium yep. trade, all war. the actors. So these guys literally are carrying a financial curse in their bloodline. Bloodlines, yeah. Oh yeah. And and they're you know the because we know most of these guys are the descendants of the pirates, the slave yep. trade and, and yep. opium trade and all, all that. Right. So they're just perpetuating a genealogical curse mm. from centuries back. And in my humble yeah, opinion. Yeah, and, and I think it's from a fear-based perspective in the in the um, idea that they're afraid to lose their gains, you know, and and you know when it's first come first serve and the person who is here the first has the most, you know that kind of. But you know, but then you fall into the Jesuits, you know, going around the world since the 1600s and setting up communist societies, testing different ideas of how these communal societies would work. And, you know, they got run out of every country on the planet, you know? Well, dude, and you look at, look at, just look at that right there, right? Mm. I was, I did a podcast uh, recently. It's in cult mentalities. And as it gets very odd, how most cults have leftist communist belief systems and how these idiots constantly get manipulated, how they, they just become sacrificial lambs for these serial killers at yeah. the top. Yeah. Well, and it's funny also because, you know, and and, you know, I have lots of friends that are liberals and Democrats and, you know. Um, yeah, me too. I got family members and I right, love them, right. but I'm just like. But at the same time, when you try to tell them that the National Socialist Party, you know, the Nazis were socialists. Yes. You know? They don't want to hear it. Right. They don't. And they're like, no. And I'm like, they did become fascist. That's, you know, but at the same time, they they took the rise to bring in the fascism um, through the course of socialism. You know, I mean, Marx talks about it being essentially a stair step system where at the peak capitalism, you know, um, basically things break down where the society needs social services because the capitalism, especially with fiat currencies, can't maintain itself. You know, when you look at the Weimar Republic, you know, they were printing cash so fast that they were like, oh, this is how you keep up with inflation until they couldn't. And then they were burning, you know, money for firewood because it was cheaper than buying wood, you know. And, and, and deep, what's that? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think that though, like that uh, the National Socialists actually became fascist or, or they were they were playing both sides? Because when you look at like like you said, with the Jesuits, which were mm. the number one allies of the Nazi Party, the right. Vatican, yeah. um, they are they are pushing communism and Wall Street. And, <laughs> yeah. And, which is so, it's so weird because like they say that the narrative is that, you know, Hitler's number one enemy was the communists of Russia. Right. Right. Communists burned churches. Mm. So of course, the Vatican needed well, the Nazi alliance. And Hitler there at a certain point, he actually um, got rid of Christmas and moved it to the summer solstice. Um, he went against the churches. He, you know, so and, and I think it was to the, you know, because Hitler was Time Magazine Man of the Year, like two. Yeah, times, I remember that. You know, and and Goebbels came over and studied under Walt Disney. Um, there was some talk that Hitler even had a bungalow in the Hollywood Hills. I don't know how oh, true. That I is. believe it. 
you know, but well, it's a, it's a distinct possibility, but you got to figure, man, a lot of this stuff is, is just, uh, you know, yellow journalism to cause reactionary process, you know, to create willing dupes to act in certain ways within society, you know, but nonetheless, we do know that wall street was fine. And I think once wall street, um, and basically the bushes, you know, with, uh, what was it? The Silverado, um, you know, um, loan, um, bank savings and loan bank. Um, they basically cut off Hitler's funding. And I think that was the point at which kind of in order for him to maintain control, he basically turned fascist and absorbed, you know, the industry and basically, um, you know, in, in order to maintain his power, you know. Um, but I think they were on the road to um, communism through the social. And then when you look at Lenin, um, as far as Russia, when he took the iron train car into Russia, he got off the train. And basically, that was the point at which he changed the National Socialist Party to the National Communist Party. So, you know, we can actually see different points in history where capitalism becomes socialism or socialism becomes communism you know and it's and, like the red lodge and the blue lodge the oh, democrats and the republicans the republicans man the york lodge and the and the scottish reich you it's know? like you have these two it's, cults well so masquerading get, opposition right right but now when you get into um the two sides right um i guess it was the french revolution where they actually at a tennis court you know all the left went on one side and the right went on one side and they basically came to an agreement. And that was supposed one of the births of the, the two parties. Right. But I think if you follow it back even further and go back to Egypt, um, when you have the um, two pillars of Egypt, as far as yes. the red and the white, you know, yes. e even Egypt was, was using the two party system. What is and that? Jokin and Boaz or whatever. Jokin and Boaz. Yeah. And those pillars um, basically through the right of kings, through what was it, King Sequintre, um, who they believe, who the Mason, uh, some of the Masons believe was essentially the origin of the story of Hiram Abiff, um, that that basically brought, it was the idea that um, the kingship in Egypt was handed um, through the rites of Serapis, the higher mysteries. And um, essentially what they would do was once the Pharaoh was initiated into the, the order of Serapis, he would get the secret word that made him Pharaoh or king, right? And uh -huh. this, this King Sequentre or this Pharaoh Sequentre, he basically, you know, has um, wound injuries that are very in accordance with those of the, the mythos of Hiram Abiff. And uh -huh. when you get into the Bible, they actually, you know, um, I think it was Ezekiel where he tells him to take all of the, um, the mystery symbolism out of, you know, the, you know, it's like, know the mysteries, but don't incorporate them into the religion. And essentially they took the story of Sequintre and converted that into Hiram Abiff and you know in the building of the temple of solomon and that's actually where they brought in the two pillars which one of the pillars represented israel and one of the pillars represented judea and they they believed that as long as the lintel of yahweh rested upon the top of them as far as creating that gateway into the temple that that you know they would they would 
basically have prosperity and and it, but eventually that system broke down and and you have you know Judea fighting against Israel you know um, Israel so and- it's, it, but I think that kingship that was established through that um, also brought with it the two party system you know? and now and now we have like today like this mystery religion that yeah. is a conglomerate of multiple religions yep. the new and multiple mysticisms and, and, and things like that. And it's like, that's why I was like talking about the Shemitah earlier. Do you right. believe that it's possible that this, what's happening like with all this is just uh, one of the facets of their multiple personality disorder that has to do with like Kabbalism maybe? It, like, it seems like it's a distinct possibility. Because I was thinking, I was thinking that the other day. I wanted to ask you too, in like totally switching. I'm mm-hmm. sure you and me could probably talk for a lifetime. Um, <laughs> what do you? Because last night I was like really thinking, like I was like, "Fuck!" Like what? Like what is it with the people that have the shut off valve? for everything that's going on like what do you what is your opinion because i have my own opinions on yeah i think why i think they're just overwhelmed i think that the system has brought people up in such a way that they have certain expectations and a certain understanding of what reality is and they're caught inside of a and when when you start getting into all this dark you know inversion and kabbalism and all the you know um it, it it basically um, overwhelms their sensory perception. And, and in order to save their own um, ideal of what reality is, they, and shut, sanity. Off. they yeah. shut off from it because it's just too, too, um, you know, it's more than, than they want to accept as being feasible, you know? Yeah. Was, and me, I'm always like, I'm always like, oh, I always feel like there's always like multiple outcomes, multiple probable outcomes or like things mm-hmm. like that. Like there's the one camp that's like, like what you said is the protection of reality and, and, and like literally it's probably like a safety mechanism within their, within their, you know, subconscious or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the other people that I believe know what's going on. Uh, but they keep the lie going because I believe that they're literally addicted like heroin addicts to their lifestyle. And yeah. so there's no way that they're going to, they're going to even like, they're going to garner. And and they want to maintain social groups. They want to maintain. And they exactly. think that they think that if they start to spill this stuff that, and it does repel many people. Absolutely. Like, I mean, because it is, it is, you know, um, the degradation of corruption, you know? I mean, it's it's the uh, it's it's foul. <laughs> I, I can imagine you probably have a large network of friends like I do, right? Like, mm, yeah, you know, I know so many people from tattooing for twenty years, and um, but also at the same time, it's like uh, I don't do well in crowds to a certain extent because of the things that I talk about. I don't know how to. It's not that I don't know how to. I can only be shallow. So long. Yeah, I, I walk away from those people, man. I, I, I can't. Just, I can't. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know. Like, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, like, yeah, sure, cool. Let's yeah. talk a little bit shallow for a second. Just we're and gonna. I don't, 
so many people also go into dick jokes and and these are just like the you know the bottom of the feeding barrel for conversation and it's, I, oh, I do that too but that's yeah. just mainly to entertain my friends like if you ever yeah. listen to me in new york patriot i'm like yeah. cracking yeah. jokes with him yeah but i don't you know but uh, like that's well, like but, after I, i've already been like expended from all the like the deep conversation it's like all right let's let's oh, yeah. let's, let's blue pill for just a second here it's like well, and also when you're going through this stuff, I mean, a lot of it has to do with penises and vaginas and, oh, absolutely. and, you know, and then you get into the black magic and the homunculus and the anal birth. And it's like, I mean, man, you know, it, it's, uh, the yeah. anal birth. I, what, <laughs> I've heard of the homunculus before. Yeah. There's a whole line of thinking in regard to, um, uh black magicians and the anal birth um william burroughs goes quite a bit into it in his western land books um huh. they're actually doing a magic ritual to bring an entity into this realm through the course of uh an anal birth um tracy twyman gets into it a little bit here and there as well um yeah interesting which is weird, weird which stuff. is funny because right before we started this podcast we had talked briefly on the phone and you said I'm just, you know, I'm diving down the devil's, the devil's asshole. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what the rabbit hole is. It's the devil's asshole. Well, yeah. What I said was you have to take your nose out of the devil's asshole every once in a while. You yeah. Know? And, and I think that the modern media personification, you know, that that strictly works with the power, the earthly powers that be um, is the the source of inversion and manipulation of the uh common thread of what you know and i'm more people are breaking away from it but yes. i think being programming the common reality um basically since uh you know the town crier and and the the priest class you know was was lording something over the 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 chief you know in the in the smaller village setting um it's it's you know the the idea of manufacturing and that's the whole thing man is you know um when you have a mechanism that can basically put out this uh, homogenized idea to all the masses globally simultaneously i mean you, you know you you tamper with and and i feel they are very much working to um control um what people think reality is absolutely it's it's like the the media is the enchantment arm of the dark oh, art yes people, right and, and, and you know go ahead what, that? what were you gonna say i was gonna say not only are they controlling what people are believing is the reality but they're actually directing it towards an end being yes absolutely you, you know which which I, I and i've been saying this for years now a movie that puts what's going on so many different levels into perspective is the dark crystal oh yeah if yeah. you watch that you're like okay well the, you know the you have the the uh the gelflings which are people like you and me yep and, and then you, you know we're like trying to work we're trying to like have um, a beautiful life exactly we love the earth respect animals and all races of beings and right. you know and um and then you have like the monks working for that order 
And yep. then you, you have the crazy conspiracy theorist, which, what was her name? I forget. Uh, oh, Audra. Audra. Yeah. And, and yeah. she's like, she's like, like, sounds like us. We're like yep. talking all this crazy shit. Looking and at the stars. Have, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Going, going into the stars, the, 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 the astral bodies or luminaries or whatever. And, and then you have, the Skeksis, which basically to me represent like uh, the royal family, the Rothschilds, uh, Zionism, yeah. uh, the Vatican. I mean, look at them. They, that's a, no better. They, de they all dress in black, the Saturnian robes, you know. And then and then you have like that, the race of like the NPCs, the, the, like these, this, mm -hmm. this sweet little race of of beings that are like so easily enchanted by the 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 dark crystal the obsidian or or whatever it is the, the scrying mirror they sit down in front of it and and it just like washes their brain over with right. it's like television that's to me that's what the dark crystal represented yeah. television oh, and yeah. and then you see in the end like where when one Skeksis dies, a monk dies, or when a monk and dies, a Skeksis dies, and yeah. and then they merge into each that, other. Each other, right? And so yeah. is is Jim Henson telling us that both the light, light and dark forces are working in you know simultaneity to um, advance the system in such a way. Um, you know, and then that's the whole, that's the other thing, man, with the Gelflings and they're sucking their life force out of them, Yes, you know, into the bottle and, and basically, you know, like Hunter S. Thompson and Las Vegas, man. Well, yeah. and then when you get into that whole subject, man, and you look at, um, Aldous Huxley, right. Um, mm -hmm. in, in his book, Moksha on, I think it's page 11. He basically says that we need to find a new way um, to create the uh, feeling that you would get from the human sacrifice. And they, they were actually actively looking for a way to um, synthetically create um, adrenochrome, you know. And, and when you did need... he write that book? Oh, man, Moksha, I'm not even sure what year that was, man. But, you know, um, basically it's kind of been confirmed that uh, Huxley was also the chief architect of MKUltra, you know, and he was living right, yeah, right at the top of the Hollywood Hills there. He was living right behind the Hollywood sign, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, and he Did you died. Ever read that book, uh, Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon? the Canyon? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Such a good oh. book. Oh yeah, but Dave, now, did you read? Did you read his other book, "Program to Kill"? To kill. I had. I've skimmed parts of it, but I don't. Oh I my god! Hand, man. You you, um, you start to realize why Dave McGowan only lived to be in his mid forties. Yeah, yeah. When when, um, when you start reading his information, you're like, oh my god, this guy yeah. just. And what does he say? He's like, I'm a construction worker. That he's like us. He's like, like yep. you're you're an artist. I'm a tattoo artist. Yep. Yep. And I had this desire to just study this information, and I had no, no idea more. what. I... Oh, it's well, so and, crazy. and that's the thing, man. You know, when initially as an artist, you know, I was like, I was like, I want to, you know, paint stuff because I appreciate the beauty and what I see within the art world. And then the longer I'm in the art world, you know, and I start tracing these symbols back, and I start looking at these ancient civilizations, and I start following these, you know, thought lines, and in, in regard to you know, um, philosophy and, and symbolism. And it's, uh, it's quite the distressing story of humanity 
because you know when you go all the way back to those uh those fallen ones or you know those yeah. watcher class um anunnaki's the anunnaki the roman the, gods the, the, all of them man you know all the early personifications of the men of renown you know yes um essentially the idea was to um corrupt the human bloodlines to stop the falling of spirits into matter you know when you go back to the to the fallen angels and the gnostic beliefs and, wow and and you know they basically you know were going into women and creating these giants you know that ripping out the sides of the mothers with six fingers and six toes and two rows of teeth and basically you know as long as they could maintain them they were okay but once they couldn't feed them anymore they would basically turn and eat you know entire populations of people you know and that's where you get the fee fi fo fum and making the you know the bread from the bones of of the you know humans and and but you follow that forward man and you look at what they're doing back to the genetic alteration and crispr you know, yes i was just and, about to say that yeah and they're actually coming you know you and and if these people are of these same bloodlines that that you know people have been tracing all the way back into ancient Samaria and even as far back as to Atlantis, you know, um, essentially, if that was the goal from the beginning, what what would make that any different now, you know? And it got to the yeah. point where they had bastardized all the animals, they had bastardized all the birds, you know, and even the and that's why they wanted to flood this realm was to take out those confused genetics, yeah. you know? And I think a lot of that kind of folded over into like Enos and Pan and the, you know, the miscellaneous satyrs and yes. like how, you know, all these different, um, you know, half, and even in the Egyptian system where you have, you know, so thin and all these different animal, right. deep, animal, human hybrids. Right. And even on the, um, the tower, one of the giants escaped from the, t the fall of the Tower of Babel, and he set up the Tower of Bell. And on that tower, there are, um, well, at least the ancient philosophers wrote about it. It's gone now. Bell or Ball? Bell. Well, Ball. But it just Same. It's the same. Yeah. B-E-L-B-A-L-B-A-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-A-L-B-
I'm like, I know I talk about a lot of crazy dark shit, but at the end of the day, I'm staring deep into the dark. They say, oh, stare long into the darkness and the darkness stares back. Yeah. It's like, no, the darkness has been staring at me. So I'm staring back at it. Right. Um, and, right. and, you know, I, if, <laughs> if you want to win a war, one of the best ways to do that is to know your enemy. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so Nietzsche um, in one of the I forgot what, what book it was, but Nietzsche said that in the future, the youth uh, will have to be encyclopedias of evil to basically keep up with the, the corruption and the foulness going on on the planet. You know? Wow. Really? He said oh, yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we are the we are the youth that are now encyclopedias of evil. Because, man, they are threatening our home, our family, our, you know, our, yeah, our sovereignty. So know? anytime, and like you know this, I don't, you know, this is just basically for the listeners. But anytime the government focuses on anything, rest assured they're behind it. Like, oh, now they're going to, mm. oh, the climate crisis, oh, the war on drugs, mm. no child left behind <laughs> anything that they oh, are behind rest and, or anything that they're preaching yeah. about they are fucking behind and problem and you, reaction, reaction solution. solution which is the hegelian dialect you know? yes and that even dates back further when you get into the tarot of the bohemians um they basically talk about you know and the hegelian dialect is um synth uh what is it uh synthesis uh Thesis, antithesis, synthesis, right? Yes. When you get into the book, which is David Icke's problem, reaction, solution, right? So he's that's very Hegelian. Um, but when you even go back further into mysticism, um, the way that the tarot card, um, which is based around Hebrew, Kabbalah, and, and yes. Hebrew alphabet. Tarot, Torah. Right, exactly. And I looked it up. There's 72. Eight, there's a triangle with 78. Uh, uh, definitions of God or something like that. Yeah, yeah, seventy-two. Is it seventy? I think it's there, seventy-two. There's, it's seventy-two, but there's also one uh, seventy-eight. Maybe they added more. But because, uh, because, like we we said earlier, bell ball, right? Yeah, yeah. We know linguistics and phonetics. Right. It's all connected, right? So, um, who even knows if bells were actually called bells? If they if they named them because if we know what I wanted to talk to you about this earlier too, is like, fuck, there's so much to talk about with you. Uh, but like, uh, the bells that we know were ringing through the sacred temples and the right. organs and all that. Um, look at the Liberty bell. Yeah. So right? there's that, a crack in it. Is, right. is that, is that basically to say we've destroyed the, uh, the sacred mm -hmm. vibration? So I, I've researched the Liberty Bell pretty extensively, man. And, you know, it was Benjamin Franklin that actually cast the Liberty Bell, right? And Benjamin Franklin was an alchemist, okay? And yes, he was part of the Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club, exactly, exactly. And and so Benjamin Franklin was actually experimenting with a new process of casting, right? So what he would do is he would take the, the mold form for the bell, right? And he would fill it up with ice chips, and then he would pour the molten metal into it. And that boiling of those ice chips basically created um, little bubbles that are all inside the Liberty Bell. 
and what it was the the end the end mean was he was basically trying to make a bell that would ring clearer that had a a better resonant tone about it right and what ended up happening was because of the holes that were in the bell um it basically was weak and it it essentially cracked um but the thing the thing was when you get into that whole story and robert hunter from the that's great- a pretty good that's a good pr- pretty good testament to what these people are about anything they try yeah they, they, they fail because it breaks yeah you know because well but that isn't that the idea of pushing the envelope and you know um you know it's yeah it's interesting because there's both a not a negative and a positive aspect in regard to the overall outcome of all this stuff you know um but but that bell when you get into the grateful dead um in the song franklin's tower when um when they say if you get confused just listen to the music play um that is actually a benjamin franklin quote from when he was showing the bell off, right, and trying to explain the process. And he said, well, if you get confused, just listen to the music play and basically rung the bell, you know. So even the Grateful Dead kind of carries this this uh, American mythos, um, you know, into the the further personifications of the psychedelic culture and MKUltra. And, and doesn't it have to do with, like, uh, what's his name? Um jolly west jolly west remind me who that is he was a um he was a what he had something to do with the rise of of charles manson manson okay and and other people so like i I, like there's a book called chaos you should read i had no desire to read it i was like i don't fucking give a shit about the 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 manson family i could care less and everybody just kept bringing up chaos 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 Mm. and then finally i was like all right, I'll fucking read this stupid thing. Turns right. out it's one of my favorite books that right. I uh-huh. it, it not, and not because of what it was about. It's right. just the fact to unveil the process of how the system works. It's works. corrupt on all levels. All levels, man. And it has to do well as just inefficient and, and, and fuck ups because, you know. These guys yeah. are fucking retards at the end of the day. Um, mm. it's that, uh, you know, live in a parasitic well, lifestyle. Yeah, look at Aleister Crowley. He was a trust fund kid. Yeah, it's, it's what I'm saying. Like, and, and how did he die? Yeah. Alone, he, addicted to heroin. Yep, yep. Nobody gave a shit about him. But all they right. all want to use his magic now to com- complete their freaking utopian well, nightmare uh, nightmare exactly yeah, it's, it's only we, utopian for the for the, the yeah. small group of people but even when you look into alistair crowley man his inner relationship with like churchill and presenting him with the uh, victory you know the v sign which was a water sign against the the fire sign that was the nazi you know so he even here we're talking you know alchemy and and alistair crowley went you know he went into venezuela to basically get the the oil for bp much like lawrence of arabia did in saudi arabia you know and then it got to the point that he was declared the most dangerous man and supposedly and he fled to america 
and he was over in Woodstock, New York, you know, um, basically, you know, it, it's, it's just the, all the tie-ins man with intelligence services and, yeah. and the, the weaponized anthropology and the continuing, you know, mind fuck or skull fuck that that's basically been propagated, you know, um, it's, it's pretty wild, man. So you're talking a little bit about like the simulation and controlling the consciousness of mankind since mm. like the dawn of time, right? Yeah. So I, you know, it's just really weird because, and I don't want to get too in in these other conspiracies, but like my, I originally had an aversion to chemtrails because I was like, oh, why would they do that? They got to breathe in the same air, and then it's mm. just like, no, they really don't. Um, and then I remembered the med fly epidemic, which, which I was part of LA and they were, you know, they were chemtrailing us with our permission with mm -hmm. malathion, which was one of the three chemical agents uh, used in the, in the Nazi concentration camps. And I was like, Oh shit. Well, if they're chemtrailing us with our permission, of course they're chemtrailing us without our permission, without our permission. especially then, when they, they arrange it to look like a weather product or absolutely. A, oh yes. Condensation. Right. Right. Well, also, when you get in, there was an old interview, and I think it was like 1991 with an Air Force general in Germany, where he basically talked about it was what they call over-the-horizon radar, and they were spraying aluminum and barium in the, the atmosphere so they could basically bounce radio signals and basically get radar readings from the other side of the planet. You know? Dude, I I'm going to send you this video that I took the other night of i'm in minnesota right now mm. for the next week or two right it is the most intense uh lightning cloud storm i've ever seen in my life and mm. it went on for like an hour hour and a half it, it was insane it's yeah. just like a, a, a lightning just popping in and it, yeah. it, it almost looked animated it was yeah. just, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I think it was back in, I want to say the mid nineties at some point I was driving across Kansas at one point going to Colorado for a show and there was a lightning storm, man. And you can literally see for hundreds of miles when you're driving across that plane. And it like the, the most superior lightning show I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's some intense, like intimidating and beautiful, you know, all at the same time, you know, it's and, like, and like if, if they're spraying, you know, these, these, uh, electromagnetic properties yeah. into the sky, of course it's, it's triggering the lightning to, uh, go crazy. Another, right. another thing that I had an aversion to for, for years was the flat earth theory. Mm. Me too. And, <laughs> and, and, and I've just in the last two years, yeah, like, all right, I'm going to friggin figure out how to debunk these motherfuckers or, mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, all it did was make me believe them more, more because right? yeah. you're like, these guys are more intelligent than fucking scientists that have degrees. Well, and you get uh, into the whole idea of the firmament and then you look absolutely. at Warner Von Braun's right grave, there. you know, and, and Warner Von Braun's grave basically points to the Bible verse that talks about the firmament. Absolutely. Yeah. You will and, know with the handiwork, handiwork in the firmament. Right, right. And so, I mean, I don't know. I God showeth his God showeth his handiwork in the firmament. Yeah. The firmament um, being the waters that the, 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 the depth, that are the waters of the heavens. Yes, the waters of the heavens. Yeah. And right. when you look at stars like through telescopes, 
they look yeah. like lights reflecting underneath water. water. Yeah. Yeah. They don't they look do. like spherical, every no. spherical, you know, design that we planet that's a CGI yeah. creation. People like me and Robbie are creating shit like that on our iPads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I sit around with Photoshop all day long, man. I remember. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so. Well, but and and I mean, my theory in regard to flat Earth, round Earth. My, so what I've basically, I think we're in a round containment system, a yep. spherical containment system, with a flat plane in the center. In the center, um, almost like a like a domed petri dish. Um, well, but it's like a circle, but it's like a bubble. Oh, it's right? yeah, I've seen those. I, yeah, have you and seen this? The, the there's like footage of like a submarine going like to the deepest parts of the ocean and then, and then find it, that thick water that they exactly can't they can't yeah. go through it yes i have seen that um and also i don't know if you remember but back in the 80s um art bell he had a whole thing that he was doing on and off about this hole that they drilled in russia where the, it was the deepest hole ever drilled, and they put a microphone down in the hole, and it sounded like hell. Sounded yeah, like people were screaming and shit. Screaming, and yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, it's, you know, you almost have to one, I think, I don't know, you know, coast to coast AM and, and the links to naval intelligence, just like, you know, it's, it, you just follow a lot of these sources and they all link into, um, propaganda mechanisms for culture creation you know well, well and like you said also like it's revelation of the method yeah they're yeah. They're, they're letting they literally that's why like when people q people and and my trump friends and and i'm like no guys make no mistake he's part of it too the guy yeah, oh, yeah. the guy was literally in his reign the most powerful president we've ever had in, yeah. in in our lifetime like well, people and, from around and, the world loved him he could have yeah. changed oh, yeah. everything. everything yeah and and he just he just gave it in that tells me right. he served someone else right but when you look at it from the beginning he was raised by the jesuits he had a jesuit education yep. um then he came up and he's involved in um hollywood media yep. um you know got a star in, you don't get a star yep. on the boardwalk unless boardwalk. you're part of the part right. of the cult. Right. Unless, well, and that's the whole thing. The stars are the angels or the fallen angels or angels are always associated with the stars in regard to you have the movable and the fixed stars, you know. Um, but but also even later down the road, you know, you look at uh, the uh, what was it? His uh, finance guy that he brought in um, that basically was the Rothschilds. That, yeah, that um, I forget owned. his name. He was... Um... Elmer, the Jewish, the Jewish lawyer, his his one of his mentors, right? Well, and and, and that, that guy was involved in, in like like fucking children oh, and Saul Linsky. You're talking about? Uh, what was his name? Saul Linsky, I think. No, no, Saul Linsky was the one that wrote Rules for Radicals. Rules for Radicals. That's right. That's right. What um, is his lawyer's name? Was there's so many of them, man? Was it Barry it's, something or other? Or? Yeah. I mean, I, I forget it up. I forget his lawyer's name, but right. like, there's like, I like, I forget where I heard like this kid, like, had wrote, or maybe I watched like an interview with this 
this grown adult that said when he was young, he worked for this organization. They basically kidnapped him and he was a child prostitute for the elites. And then he was talking about how Trump's lawyer so-and-so was one of the people that, you know, he serviced and they asked him, what was he like? And they're like, actually, he was one of the nicer people that I knew yeah. uh, out of all the clients that I had. Um, not to say that he oh, was a nice guy. Michael, he's a Michael Cohen. Michael, Michael Cohen. Cohen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's well, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and But that's the other thing, man. When you get into the links as far as um, – the Maxwell's and the promise software yeah. and Israeli intelligence and just start following all that. Yeah, who's his daughter married to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come it's, on. He's, uh, he's, he's, these guys, he's, he's revelation of the method right there. Well, and, and Kushner, you know, um, sleeping in the same bed with Netanyahu buying six, six, six. Um, what was the address yes. there? You know, park place and, and just, man, I mean, you know, you shall know them by their fruits, man. I mean, that's the thing. You don't, I don't listen to what any of these people say, man. I look at their deeds and activities. Exactly. No. And I, that's, that's one thing that I've been telling people. I'm like, you, we live in a society of where words speak louder than actions for most people. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I pay attention to the minute details mm. that these guys put out. Like, you know, what, uh, they're like, oh, Trump, his, his back was against the wall. I'm like, the motherfucker shut my business down. Well, the motherfucker also, hired Fauci. Fauci yeah. was behind the, the, the deaths of the AIDS pet. Uh, and he, he funded uh, Operation Warp Speed, which brought the DARPA yeah. license vaccines into. But at the same time, man, you also have to look at the fact that it's a, he's running under the guise of being a Republican. Um, and, and he was always a Democrat. And he was always a Democrat. But... Again, it takes a Republican to bring in socialism as he sent out the checks, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, sent out the checks. Yep. And, and, and like, all the mainstream left did was po po mm -hmm. point out shit that wasn't true about him, which it, it, it's so psychological. They point all out the, all this shit about all him the that isn't true. stuff came from the Clinton camp. You know, so they, all the, it, it's a consistent, but that's the whole thing, man. Do they want to make him seem like the, uh, like the, the one that's been trodden down. So more people will. Be absolutely. They, they you know point out all this shit. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they point out all this shit that he yeah. it wasn't a racist and yep. all that did was make his base like him more. It was, but he it, never denied his links with David Duke, you know? I mean, it just, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't think, okay. Like th there's a lot of way worse things that I think about. Oh, Trump. for sure. For sure. Way worse things than racism. that I think about if yeah. you're racist, cool. Keep that shit over there. I don't right. give a fuck. I don't give don't a fuck. Hurt. Yeah. I don't give a shit. If that's what you feel great. Be that stupid fuck. Right. But for me, when you start selling us out to Bill Gates, the yep. BlackRock, BlackRock, and yeah, you close our businesses down. You start right. becoming the mouthpiece of the vaccine initiative, yep. and on all this shit. Like, and this was none of the left was talking about any of this shit. All they could say was yeah. he's a racist, Russia, and it's like we all well, found and, all that and, shit was bullshit. Yeah, and generally everyone, yeah, everyone was in a state of fear, man. Because they didn't know, you know, and, and the media projection in lockstep across the board was projecting fear, 
You know, it was all fear, you know, which, you know, when you look when originally the word terrorism was a form of, of terror, you know, and, and it's a form of government. And, you know, but again, they changed the definition, man, you know. Well, they are the war. Terror. War on drugs. Into submission. Right. In the war on drugs, they were actually bringing drugs in to harm the population. Absolutely. No, I mean, you well, look they, at they closed down all the factories and they, they closed down all the factories in Michigan. Yep. And then they, the prison industrial complex takes off. Yep. So, like, of course, all these people that have these great jobs, they get hooked on. Yep. All the shit, the prisons get filled up and yep. now you got more people on drugs. Yeah. And, and and you're enriching other nations that will be part of your globalist agenda right. 40 years later in 2020. Through a fake money system that's designed to collapse within itself. Yeah. 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 So you know. I was going to ask you about, we were talking about simulation earlier, and mm. I had recently stumbled, I forget who it was. I, I like to plug people if I, if I remember who it is. But it was like essentially like, like I was saying, like, oh, I had, you know, a resistance to chemtrails and, mm. you know, flat earth and all this, you know, these conspiracy. And then like, lo and behold, I research it and it all, it all checks. Right. Mm. So simulation theory, I kind of had a, a, re, a resistance to that one. Um, and it was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, if it's a simulation, it's a biological one. But then somebody had pointed out like. And then I was like, they were talking about like, you know, synchronicity and stuff. I was like, yeah, kind of. And then like, you look at like, just, just how just unbelievably ridiculous and ludicrous things are nowadays, but they're, they're right. happening and there's a massive amount of people supporting it. It is. But then on top of that, they're like, look at the cities, dude. We're like living in massive yep. motherboards. Motherboards. Yeah. And even going back to the ancient temples, man, you look at the overlays of those and yep. how they built the temples with mica in between every brick and yep. gold effects and all these miscellaneous things silica. that are electricity conductors. Yeah, you know? silica and it's, all that. Yeah, it's very curious, man. When you start, but but I, I think within the fractaline aspect of the universe and how. Um, the fraction itself spins. I think that you know it's it's the old uh, hermetic ideas. You know the the as above, so below. You know so that that as the fractal manifests itself, you know from the inner inert biological systems within our bodies to the structures that we build to the systems that we build, mm -hmm. they all echo and fold inside of each other like Russian nesting dolls. You know. I I'm going to send you one of my favorite episodes I ever did. It's episode 110. Um, yeah. And it's, it's about sacred architecture. Nice. It's called Tartaria and the Millennial Reign of Christ. Yep. Um, and uh, basically kind of like I I've been telling people for a long time, I'm like, when you look at these temples, these churches, mm. these buildings all over the planet, um, some of it has like a, like a ancient European field. That's not to say that it was only built by Europeans because of the world in Asia right. as well. Um, they constructed these temples because that's what they are as fucking temples, not mm. fucking Capitol buildings. Right. The, right. The, the satanic, the Satanists took over the sacred 
and then oh and made it profane right yeah yeah we're we're masons we built this shit anything they tell you they are they're the polar opposite right because mm. all they are is thieves and pirates right um <clears throat> but they constructed these buildings to have a masculine feminine vibration with domes being the pregnant or woman pregnant, mouth being pregnant bellies yep yeah the vaginal canal the arches and all that and then yep. Yep. You know, the square shape, the, the steeples being the phallus and the square shape being masculine and in character windows being eyes. And, and, and well, in the shape on the Gothic temples, how the doorways would go up and go to a peak, almost like yes. a round peak. Those are, they were representative of, of the vagina of going into the. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so and, you're and, entering into the mother, you know. Yeah. And then you have. A lot of time, which could be uh, connected to uh, uh, electricity and stuff, the moat, which could be the blood, blood but also yeah. could be, you know, water's a conductor. They're, maybe they were grounding the castle or whatnot. I don't know. Right, right. Um, but uh, all of this stuff was created in, in, in with sacred geometry and the, to carry a living vibration. They used right. the geometry of nature to right. create these structures. And when you walk in, and I'm sure you have, you yeah. walk into these temples in Europe and stuff. You Need literally feel like you're about to enter a mushroom trip. It yeah. activates the senses because Man. you're standing in the mouth or the body of something magnificent. Something divine. Exactly. So yeah. when they're yeah. like, oh, slaves built this shit or, you know, the pilgrims built bullshit. People who lived in accordance with natural law right. and God's law connection to the divine built the shit the aztecs didn't build those pyramids people did not build that stuff to sacrifice humans from that's what demons right. do that's well that was later when they were having problems with their crops and the first you know you have two divisions of the mayans and the aztecs you know and they were very peaceful farming people beginning but later when things got rough um you know basically uh the human sacrifice came in you know, and, and that's, that's, I think that's a common pattern with a lot of these societies, you know, like everything is great. And then they, they think they've insulted the gods somehow. So they have yeah. to do this mass, you know, uh, sacrifice. I mean, there's stories of, uh, you know, Roman troops where they believe they hadn't, you know, sacrificed to the right God and yeah. basically 200 of their finest youth and, you know, sacrificed yeah. before they rolled into battle. And Absolutely. it's like, you know, but but the human life itself, I think, has become more and more precious over time as well. You know, because in ancient Rome, if they didn't want a kid, they would just dash it against the wall or leave it out oh, in yeah. the field. You know, generally there were more. Yeah, abortion is nothing new, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, they were no. taking herbs too. Plan B, that ain't nothing new either. Nothing There's herbs yeah, out there. Yeah, but I guess in Rome, man, when you look at some of the years, there was more foundlings than there were actually recorded you know, um, births within families. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Would you think that they were like when they were just taking the children of their enemies? To well, yeah. I mean, and, and that's, you know, when you look at the slave situation in Rome and anybody could be a slave, man, didn't matter the color of your skin. If you got, absolutely, you were a slave and they treated their slaves a whole lot better than than the whole you know slave trade that became and you know when you look at the early american slave trade and who brought those uh those people over and who funded those expeditions <clears throat> in regard to city bank and you know it just uh 
I mean, it, it's interesting, like you were saying, that they play the the whites and the blacks and the Mexican, the brown, the different brown skins against each other as pawns in the game. You know, it's uh, well, and they've been we've been dealing with all these people for centuries. Centuries, man. Right. You know? It's like, it's I mean, like, no, you, these 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 people found a specific manner of of manipulation called racism and they're playing off the fears of society and mortal men think like peasants most men think like peasants so they get treated and tricked like fucking peasants like peasants yeah right along with with the peasant food the gmo peasant yeah exactly and in rome in rome when uh they would have uh uprisings against the the state breads and circuses breads and circuses man and if the bread and the circuses didn't work they would actually mix bay leaf they would grind up bay leaf and put it into the bread mixture and bake bread with bay leaf in it and hand that out and that would make the population sleep for two or three days yeah it's you know what i mean like well i've been telling people i'm like you guys want to know what food control is? Watch the movie Robin Hood. You know yeah. the penalty for killing a royal deer. That right. right there tells you that this food control thing has been going on for thousands, thousands of years. You know, and I also find it interesting. We were talking about because we live up in New England, you know, and with the prices of kerosene and electricity and everything going up, we were talking about, you know, it's lucky we got trees and we can just go cut down a tree. And, you know, oh, they're going to they're going to they're going to, you know, like like you said earlier, the king, he's oh, the earth's sovereignty. They're going to outlaw that shit soon, too. Well, and, and, you know, but over in Britain, man, they don't have any trees anymore because they cut them all down, essentially. They were actually making bricks from like this quick growing moss and animal shit, you know, and then they would dry those and that. So, you know, but it, it, it's uh, oh, and where we are here, we have uh, one of the mountains here is called King Pine, man. And basically the pines, you know, in this region early on were declared the king's pines because they were so straight that they used them for the uh, mass of boats, much like oh, the I, I thought those were cook pines. The cook oh, they, yeah, but yeah, they, they, they're all over Hawaii too. Huh? And because because Cook was a was a captain. Captain Cook, yeah. I was that's I was going down that road, but yeah, no. Here they actually call you know there was an area that was the King's Pines. Yeah, and in Hawaii they call them the Cook Pines because they use those same trees for yeah. masts. Right, right, and that was the same. You know, we have a pine barren here, which is one of the only pine barrens in the world, and the other one is in um, Palestine, um, in that region. And basically, those were the you know the the king's um, firs that they actually used to build the temples and stuff back in the day. You know, because they were the tall, you know, tall, straight standing, which is very much a description of Osiris. You know. It's crazy, man. It's freaking crazy where we're at and just like yeah. how this same, this is almost like where, again, we can kind of get behind uh, simulation theory too and these mm-hmm. other things because if everything is a vibration right. and time has no bearing in the spirit world mm. and it's, it's all just uh, the same timeline, right? right. It's like they're doing the same shit. It's well, just you ever get into Philip K. Dick's writings? Uh, I've heard of Philip K. Dick. 
Yeah, so he one of his, one of the things that he talked about was essentially that time had stopped in like 60 AD. And, and that we were like basically living um, in this, just like, you know, the appearance has changed, you know, um, but, but, but basically time had essentially stopped and we're kind of stuck in this. And he thought that actually time started rolling again with the finding of the Dead Sea Scrolls. As far as this, there was a spirit of of some ancient force you know related to um you know possibly yahweh or something along those lines that basically had been driven underground and because that that force had been you know taken from this you know reality that time had stopped and he believed that you know time was just starting to begin again you know so so when you listen to the millennial rain episode i think it's only like an hour long or 50 mm-hmm. minutes or something but like it talks about the you know when uh the antichrist goes into the pit of hell for a thousand years yep. and christ comes back to reign right um and uh i i talk about like how they removed a lot of like mystic mystical texts from the bible the book of enoch yep. the yep. dead sea scrolls the there's one other one. Um, um, yeah. Nakamati or something like that. Yeah, but there's another one that talks about logos as logic. Um, which one is it? Yeah, but there's was, there was a number of books that were removed. Um, but now when we get into the book of Enoch, you also have to look at the fact that um, it was one of uh, the descendants mm-hmm. of uh, what's the character there that Mel Gibson plays as the the um um the scottish guy oh william uh, wallace william wallace so it was like william wallace's great 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 grandson and this was after the um stuart line had returned from bavaria and basically come back into england to take over the throne but but william wallace and um he, he actually had gone to um ethiopia and found here i have it right here as a matter of fact let's see so his name james bruce and we're looking at uh around 1730 he was born um but he ends up in ethiopia um because he's follow he's trying to find the source of the blue nile and he gets captured by the ethiopians and when he returns um to europe he actually brings with him the uh, book of Enoch, when he comes back to France in March of 1773, he brings with him three copies of the book of Enoch, right? Uh-huh. And, and now when we look at Bruce himself, um, he was a Mason. Um, he was in the uh, Canongate Kilwinning Lodge Number 2 in Edinburgh, Scotland, right? Um, he was Scottish, feet, right? So he was Scottish, right, right? Um, six foot four, red hair, ill temper. Um, and when he brought those books back, the book of Enoch, um, we're looking at 1773. So we're looking at three years before the American Revolution when the book of Enoch came into the dialectic, you know. So but nonetheless, they made him a fellow of the Royal Society of Edinburgh. And uh, yeah, he ended up. I tattooed, down to- a, I, I tattooed a portrait of Edinburgh Castle on someone years ago yeah edinburgh castle's interesting too man 
Um, just as far as the foundation stone of the Edinburgh Castle has some of the same um, meteorite stones that are in the Kaaba in its foundation stone. You the know? Kaaba. The Kaaba in, uh, in uh, Mecca. Oh, okay. The black, so the black stone that they make yeah, that the pilgrimage, right? So, and there's like Saturn a Saturn stone. Yeah, it's, well, it's the black cube of Saturn, and on the side of on one of the corners is like a silver vagina that basically yeah. has these meteorite stones that are, you know, um, kind of uh, epoxied into it, or the some they preserve them in there some way, but that that meteorite um when you take it back um was said to be pure white when they found it and it's corrupted over time and turned black but that stone basically got broken up and like some pieces of it went to um tibet um some pieces went to um the edinburgh scotland um some of the pieces ended up in the uh, the kaaba stone at mecca um, and a few other places. Um, but that that original meteorite was said to be a goddess that decided to ascend um, back to Earth. And and when she uh, did, you know, she basically came in the form of that meteorite. So it kind of, again, you know, like the Catholic Church has the Black Madonna, um, the Muhammad philosophy kind of has these black goddess stones that are in this, this cubic, um, you know, Saturnian. Uh, mecca stone you know it's uh yeah it's it's so weird because when you like look at like we were talking about earlier these people like literally having multiple personality disorder like mm. and how like it's like yeah but i thought this symbol means this and that's always it's kind of like how well, you know uh, zeus is thor yeah yeah that's like so but now every every symbol itself has seven meanings and every one of those meanings has seven meanings boom so, there you go so the symbol itself is a fractal you know yeah yeah, yeah. so like like you have like the shriners which is like masonic islam almost islam yeah yeah wearing the fezes you know and and when you get into the knights templar and and that whole, you know, movement in its relationship with the Mohammedan philosophy and basically Baphomet through the, you know, what I believe it's the Atbash cipher um, that gives you the, the name, the goddess Sophia. And then there's another cipher where it gives you the prophet Muhammad, you know. So there's there's this contingent, you know, and like the queen before she died had said she was related to the prophet Muhammad, uh -huh. you know. And so you supposedly you, related to everyone, everyone. Well, but that's the thing, man. After how many generations are you not related to everyone? Yeah. You know? I mean, I think we're all related to each other. That, that's a, that's a really interesting thing. Like with like everything happening right now on the mm. planet. Right. And I think I heard like, I want to say like six, nine months ago that the queen was dead. Like yeah. I remember, like going down the rabbit hole on the yep. queen being dead already, right? And they already had the protocols, and they they announced. The oh, remember, protocols. remember, yeah, they they, they they took all shit. That was over a year ago when they were yeah. like, they're gonna coronate the new king, the real right. king, right. or whatever, and they took all the coat of arms off the the the, the royal the, housing, or. As far as I bet case. you she's been dead yeah. for over a fucking year now. Yeah, well, and that was the same time that they also took the presidential seal off the. Uh, the podium of the, the White House when Trump was in. Boom. Know? So yes, yeah. I remember that. 
And, and when you look at vassal states, I mean, that's the whole thing, man. Is the United States really the rebellious stepchildren that the crown says they are? Or was it by machinations set up to be the controlling military arm of the world government? That, you know, I've been much telling people like, for years, we yeah. are the peasants that work for the Vatican and the royal family and, and Zionist right. Israel. That, that, right. That's it. Are we cause the trouble across the world and then everybody thinks it's America when really mm. it's the same scumbags that have been running shit for centuries. They're using us as the fall guy for their fall shit. Guy. You yes. look at like every war. America shows up first. Who yeah. shows up second? The yeah. Royal Army. The Ro- so they're like basically sending our president, sending our military first. First, yeah. Um, but also, also, when you're getting knighted by the Queen, and Ronald Reagan also was made a member of the Order of the Bath. You know, just they're, like they're they're they're, they're upgrading their status. People, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. they knighted Elton John. I'm like, yeah, because he's a musician, <laughs> a.k.a. magician. He controls yeah. the vibrations, and he has a lot of control and power over and his he's base. Playing, of he's playing to debase. You know, the, I think that, that a lot of these these rock stars, again, back to the idea of stars, you know, and rock idols, um, yeah. that they're essentially, you know, um, putting a lot of this uh, – this uh, like the when you look at the lyrics, you know, um, I think a lot of it is to debase the pop, you know. So, we so once, once they get done with their job, you know, or they've ascended to a certain level, they're knighted because they've done such a good job, you know. Um, but but that's you were saying about being the fall guy for the globalist system. I, I definitely think that the United States is being set up. Um, in regard to Nuremberg too, um, to be tried and to be brought under, much like the Marshall Plan did with Germany, you know, at the end of World War II, um, where they're going to basically um, take away the sovereignty of the United States in regard to being the fall guy for propagating this. Yeah, they'll, they'll take away our sovereignty and they'll put us in a globalized. Yeah, technocratic um, panopticon. Yeah, this is yeah. the thing, though. As like I've been saying for a while, I'm like, I feel like we see in nature patterns and in history patterns. That's even if a lot of what we hear about history can even be true. Like right. I feel like a lot of times we've got to use our intuition with the information that we digest to see, yeah. huh, does that sit well in my stomach? Right. Um, I think a lot of these stories also of history are the same story being retold over and over. Absolutely. And- reinforce certain myths and that that the timelines are um basically set apart to establish certain ideas when in actuality it's the same story much like we were talking about that uh pharaoh of egypt sequentre becoming Hiram abif you know and bringing that two-party system you know forward into you know the personification of what modern you know and virgil i think it was 83 bc was the first one that announced the new order of the ages you know so since 83 bc they basically been working to facilitate this idea of conglomerating the whole into one you know? yeah they they and they and they're like they're like utilizing like just all these new methods of how are we going to uh trick 
these people into allowing us to have a one world system. And, and then, so like, we look at history, right? Mm. You have all these different characters, Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, Caesar, uh, Napoleon, Hitler, saw all these people trying to take over the fucking world, right? right. And they always fail. Yeah. They always yeah. fail. And when you look at the people, and like you said earlier, like, like I say quite often, you will know them by the fruits they bear. Right. Like what kind like you really think that nature is gonna allow people that fuck children and sacrifice human and pollute the earth to fucking rule this kingdom? Do you really think well, these they, guys are gonna have control over the garden? Now, I don't since, think so. Yeah, since seventy uh what was it since the fall of Babel, basically, since the fall of the Tower of Babel, right? When you go back and you look in the Bible. Um, basically, God um, or Yahweh retracted himself and set up the 70 kings over the earth. So these 70 kings are, you know, basically the children of um, Ham and Nimrod um, that basically, you know, were divided and the tongues were divided so we can no longer talk to one another openly. Uh-huh. Um, and and the nations were set up with the ruling kings over the nation states. And basically, when you look at the formation of this realm, um, we have as much magic and power in this in this time space that those forces, those fallen ones, those you know men of great renown, um, and we have to share this realm with the lower astral forces while maintaining our own sovereignty. And and when you get into all the old texts, it is those men of great renown that are set up to rule over the realm. So yeah, the the basically the devils are the rulers, man. Yeah. You know? And it's been that way since the since the fall of Babel. You know? So so like when you like like look at like how they like how we like we do like we're diving like you said, diving straight into the devil's asshole, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um and and sifting through the shit to see what what are these guys up to right um and i think at the end of the day like we talked about um dark crystal earlier at the end of the day this realm is far more magical and arcane oh yeah ever been allowed to believe for sure christianity another watered down controlled institutionalized religion will have you believing that magic's evil even though moses is their favorite fucking character and he's and truly he's a, he's a sorcerer and, and egyptian mystery schools freaking wizard right yeah yeah yep. um and uh jesus you know astrology's evil but you know your messiah is well, born um, under a star and then three wizards from the far east where they taoist yeah. hindu and uh, a Buddhist that came to visit and pay their respects and bring in alchemical elements. Elements, I, right? You know what I mean? So, well, and, and you go back to Jesus as far as the idea of the Christ, right? And before the Roman state came in, um, it was common practice. There was the 
the idea of the Christ or the Christ ritual, where it was an initiation that was open to anyone. And you basically, you know, were, were reborn as the new man, you know, and, and it was about, you know, the internal idea of knowing oneself and rising above the system. And, and but they took that idea that anyone could be this, this Christ, you know, and they basically, um, turned it in, you know, and a lot, you can get into Pantera being the father of one of the, you know, thought lines of Jesus. Um, I mean, I would like to think Jesus was, was a real man, you know? Um, but nonetheless, he does represent overturning the system, um, going against yes. the, the money changers, like, you know, the banks, the, the banks and every single, when you look at the words of Jesus in the Bible, Every single thing he's doing is questioning the law of man, you know, and he presents it in a legal style, you know, um, uh, platonic style questioning of the Sanhedrin of the, you know, whoever he's talking to. It's always the the, um, you know, this this method of of interacting in in a fashion of law lawfulness, you know. So, so he's, you know, and you got to want, you know, one of the things I saw somewhere was that one of the things Roman came, the Romans came out of Egypt with was the, the contract magic, as far as, you know, the precipitation of the corporate system and creating these golems that go around and rule with people powers that, that are just facilitating the mean of their fashioners, you know? So it's, it's, you know, if, if Jesus was a real person or wasn't a real person, um, nonetheless, you know, I, I will say he's my personal savior just because of the fact that he was against all this bullshit, man. No, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Like the church will have you believe that Christ is coming back as a sword who only anoint those as people you know that, that that asked for his you know for redemption and believe him and took him into his heart and it's like christ was a personification all his whole message was now healing truth love and logos, healing and truth logos right? is logic yes logos is logic so it's it's, it's a way understanding patterns in nature Right. And finding fallacies and seeing lies and, and knowing logic and finding the truth, you know, through logic, through logos. You Dude, know? It's so crazy, bro. Like like the, the people that like that, like are are really on board with a lot of the things, because I don't know what your 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 past and and history is or what you've been through or addictions or gangs or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. But like when I look at, at at me, it was like it was always in trouble in school and, yep. and, and, and all that, you know, and, and it's not that that's the way that I wanted it to be. It's just that I never inherently accepted this system for what it was. And that back then it was subconscious. And, yeah. and I've said in my podcast, I subconsciously threw myself into the flames as a youth and now yeah. as an adult i consciously do it back yeah. in the day when i was smoking weed and drinking all the time i was yeah. doing it to escape from reality now yeah. every once in a great while i do hallucinogens to yeah. face it to face reality right? yeah so 
So uh, I had one of the one of the dreams I had at one point. It was kind of one of the most realistic and and like um, I, I considered a vision. Um, but essentially, I scaled down the side of a building, and I had this like plastic shield, some sort of a crest that was on top of this long pole, and I was like marching towards a lightning storm. And once I got into the lightning storm, man, the lightning actually struck the top of the pole and illuminated me and I woke up, you know, and, and it's, uh, you know, I've always been against the system. I've always kicked against the pricks, man. I've, I, it's just, you know, I mean, and I've even got a friend who is a Hyoka in the, um, native, the, the native American, uh, the Nakotas. And he calls me a fellow Hyoka. You know, just because I'm I'm against the system, I do everything back. And the reason he said the reason we go against the system and do everything backwards is because we are here to make people question why they believe the reality is the way that they think it is. Well, my my grandmother, to my knowledge, the Muskoki Indians were actually the descendants of the Sac and Fox people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like. It's so funny because like the fox in in like the, in that area was kind of like the the coyote the trickster but right. the fox is far more he's more of a he's more of a loner yep. and he's more playful yep. and, and he's he's more likely to like be a good omen as opposed to like a a crazy trickster like the the coyote right, right. coyote's right. a pack animal right right so the coyote's almost like a gang yeah, but the, the fox is like, just like in like. Have you ever seen like 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 domesticated foxes? They're like oh, just yeah. like so sweet. They're the sweetest little animals. Chirping and purring. They're like a mixture of a cat and a dog. And and but they're uh, still beasts, and they still get into shit, and they still oh, cause of course because that's what oh. animals do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like, like you know, the scorpion's nature is to sting. You know. Yeah, the Scorpio will sting the world again, which is what, like earlier, the Scorpio will turn treasure uh, into trash or trash into treasure. The Scorpio can sting others. The Scorpio can also sting itself. Himself. Oh, yeah, to death. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um, It's really crazy because, like, the people that I know, like, a lot of the the, the most powerful people in the the truth circle, right? Mm. Um, And, and, uh, are uh, some of the people that like had the, the the roughest and hardest times and and crashed and burned and and you know we were like the phoenix rising from the ashes right yeah. we went through our dark night of the soul to embark on the hero's journey and yeah. we're not afraid to crash and burn it's exactly dude like i've been telling people i'm like dude right now and i want to hear your opinion on this what we're dealing with in society is what you and me have, I assume you as well, have mm-hmm. dealt with in our own lives, right? Like mm-hmm. being the family member that did the crazy, you know, that, that everybody loved and, you know, and then all of a sudden we got involved in drugs or whatever. And then we, everybody's warning us like, what, what are you doing? You're destroying. Yeah. And then we had to crash and burn. For me, yeah. Yeah. I had to wind up in a goddamn prison cell prison. for seven and a half years of my life. The last time being almost six years straight. Right. And, and and the, and finding enlightenment in a fucking in the pits of hell, dude. Hell itself, Talking yeah. about where I'm doing two day dry fasts. 
Yep. No food, no water, meditating, praying, my nice. art, drawing every day, writing poetry, yeah. which really now looking back, I was writing incantations and I didn't even know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you know, we all, and that's the whole thing, man. It's just, you know, it's, I've always been willing to, to step foot out the door with no idea where I'm going to end up. You know, and be that fool, you know, and the, that's back to the whole tarot, man. You know, we are all that fool in the beginning, you know, stepping off that cliff, you know, and and you uh, eventually they say you go through all the positions of the tarot through the course. Yes. of your lifetime. You yeah. know, they, they, Michael Tassarian, he does like excellent. Oh, I like, love Michael Tassarian, man. Yeah, he does excellent stuff on the tarot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember at one point he had like the Path of the Fool series available for free, and now you can't find it anywhere. I think you got to buy it from him now. I've been thinking about doing that because his, yeah. his work is so epic. Our oh, yeah. society as a whole, well, I was going to finish that off. Our society as a whole has to crash and burn. It's the, the natural waveform, man. It's, it's the, you know, everything is a waveform, man. Everything rises, everything falls. It's, you know, and, and, you know, we are the surfers riding those waves, you know? And I, and I've, I've, I've said to people, I said, like, when you look at like Christ, like whether he was real or not, like, like, like you said, um, or right. I like to believe that there was a group of men that were like that. Um, right. But I, I would personally like to believe that, you know, cause I was raised in a Christian household but uh, I, I've since been involved in many denominations. Oh, I as well. The, the overall message of Christ in all of these things, because God created everything, right? right. Um, uh, but uh, Christ himself, like you said, he knew who he was. You have to know yourself, right? right. Um, gets to a point of spiritual enlightenment, which I will tie it in to why i'm bringing this up right now um to where they're like oh my god jesus don't go there they're gonna kill you and he's like and and i'm here and to die i'm here to die right yeah. he's, he's he's like but one thing they're not gonna take from me is the truth yeah right 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 and and, and so like now it, it, it's it's like i tell people i'm like dude What's the worst thing that could happen to us, perceivably? Death? Death. Well, I've lived through shit that's worse than death, and I don't want to go through that again. So right, right. if I die during this process, it's all good. Yeah. I'm just uh, – there's nothing new under the sun. Worse right. things have happened to better people. Better people, yeah. And, and uh, you know, as long as I continue on the, the path of testing the will and, and, and testing uh, my comfort levels – and, and in order to find the truth, not, not, not in some Aleister Crowley type way. Right. Um, where I'm like opening my, 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 uh, my, my, my antenna to fucking other spirits and shit. I don't do that shit. I never played with Ouija. I knew as a young child. You don't won't even touch shit. a Ouija board, man. I knew I as mean, a little kid yeah. not to touch that shit. Me too. Me too. You know, and, but that's the whole thing, man. When you go back into these, uh, you know, Babylonian mystery schools and, you know, and start looking at, you know, the idea of Os the risen Osiris, you know, um, it all goes to the idea of the traveler or traveling um, and the idea of uh, opening oneself up to 
traveling through astral realms and communi communicating with these hard found forces. Um, I almost look at them like as archons, um, but as like lower astral energetic yes. forms that have been here since the beginning of time. Higher and, dimensional, lower vibrational beings is what right, I refer to them as. Right, right. And I think that, that they know that, um, you know, when you get into a lot of the, uh, the Lucifer stories and how, you know, he won't bow down before man because he's been around longer and he has more superior intellect. But the idea was that the creation of the human, um, the, the soul itself could transmigrate the dimensions, which these entities can't. They're, they're fixed foundational forces in the ether. And, and I think through the long term spinning of time you know in that that gestation and sleeping in that that ever sleeping you know dream state that they're in um that they're spiteful against humans you know so they they work they work to um bring us in down into the hole they're in basically look look know? at this like like here's a perfect example of that it, it's clear that all these world leaders and elites and the people that affiliate with them, their social circles, yeah. they're all infested with these demonic beings, right? I, I, through through all the sexual, um, you know, the spirit cooking, the yeah, you know, for the, through everything that they do, they're clearly yeah. infected with these higher dimensional, lower vibrational beings, these archons, right? right? And, and they think are helping them. Yeah, absolutely, because they've given them power to ma material oh, yeah. success. Because to them, right. the, the the material plane is all that there is, right? right so, right. oh wow, well, like I get to rule over this, and I'm I'm famous, and I have the keys to the kingdoms of the earth, just like mm -hmm. you know Satan promised Jesus promised about Jesus, yes. in the desert, yeah. right? Right. Um, so same thing with Buddha when he touched the earth. You know, it's so, uh, so you have all these people that are infested by these archons and how are they in power well they're in power by the grace of people like you and me and our family members and mm. and we provide them with their lifestyles but they don't treat us with any respect in mm. fact they're so hell-bent on the destruction of everything including themselves because that's what parasites do they oh, yeah. they they pillage their host as fast as they possibly can and then they fucking die yeah. um these idiots are going to destroy all the means of our production. They're doing all it. The, yeah, they're doing it. Yeah, they're, 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 they're doing it. And food and sustainability and all the shit so that they can feel yep. like them and their club are superior. So right. they're like the mean bullies. This is why, like we were talking about earlier, like I don't understand how people can't see it. It's, but a lot of people do see it. and They're just too afraid to look into it. They're yeah. like that kid that we went to school with that was beating everyone up, locking people in lockers, pissing in people's milk jugs, doing mm. horrible shit. You got scumbags. Try they're trying to feed us bugs now. I'm like, yep. guys, you don't see what's going on. These guys yeah. are like doing this shit and they're laughing at us. Yeah. It's for uh, their club. You know? I mean, and when you get into all the ancient texts, you know, they always associate with all that creepeth and crawleth with the lower astral forms. Absolutely. So, no, um, but but it again it it I mean I almost um, hate to even go there, but when you look at this idea of the genetic genetic modification of the genome itself, 
um, you know, I, I almost postulate that what if they're trying to organize the human body in such a manner as to like Rudolf Steiner talks about, they'll come up with a vaccine that will eliminate the spiritual aspects of the human. Absolutely. Um, Luciferase. Right. Well, well, what if they're actively working to make it so that humanity cannot ascend out of this plane? You know? I, well, I think that's what, what part of it is. And, and I've often said, what I believe we're in this realm is a spiritual filter. It's a filtration system right, where right. Uh, God puts us through these trials and tribulations and he's distilling our spirits to yeah. ascend um, into the heavenly realms, which is why I like a lot of, you know, the goddess talk that a lot of these, you know, people, I'm always like, you're not a fucking goddess, bitch. You're a narcissist. Like you're not allowed into that. Me and you, as much as we know, we're not yeah. allowed into the heavenly realms. Yeah. Right. It, and we, until we go through the process of burning off all the, the corruption, you know, um, the, the material we're in this material world, the material is not allowed in the ethereal. Sorry guys. And, and I think that even had, you know, the reason when they get into the idea of, you know, you should fear God, um, I think it, what it really comes down to is when you look at the ascension process in regard to, um, you know, ascending through the spheres and returning to the, the monad, um, essentially you have to shed all your worldly goods. You have to shed all your beliefs, all your ideas all of your all the things that tie you to the physical realm to the point that you know and and it's like you know um entering into matter and the idea of persephone you know and and each stage that she went down deeper into you know the hole down into the underworld she had to remove her vestitures her garments her you know basically to be able to enter into you know it so i think there's this idea of of rising and falling and and you know it's uh yeah so the fear is that in the end that you are not what you think you are and and you are you know nothing that in regard to or pertaining to this physical realm man you know you're just you're a spiritual entity here having a physical experience that's temporal so like here you go like let, let's 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 talk about like if you are so confident in your own spiritual uh uh practices as well as the knowledge of self right mm. you can be like the christ in when faced with certain death you're just like well this is part of the cycle of life dude right right, right. so um when shit goes down shit's already going down most people are literally going to melt. They're yeah. going to cry. They're going to vomit. They're the going to sweat. They're going to piss. They're going to shit their pants. They're going to melt like fucking candles, right? When when all this stuff leaves, when, when it's all taken from them, uh, and I it just came to me right now, what all of this was about for the you know the breath work, the yoga, the 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 prayer, the visual meditations the meditation, the, 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 the things like that, the, the, the songs. What if I have no food, no water, no nothing? Well, then I'm right. left with my breathing, the breath of life. Right. right. I'm left with my prayer. I'm, right. I'm left with, with, that's it. And it's all good. 
You know what I mean? I, I've, I've yeah. done a two day water, you know, no water, no food fast. Dude, you start going into a like, it literally feels like you're starting a mushroom trip, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, and you feel empowered and you feel clarity. Absolutely. Feel I felt so you know? close to God. Oh, yeah. Um, I've done I've done a few, you know, uh, three, four day fasts and I've done, you know, um, it's it's definitely interesting. Man. And, you know, early on um, getting into psychedelic culture back when, you know, I was a youth, um, I really got into Asian philosophies and mm -hmm. I was I was meditating to excess. And I was like, you know, so so I've gone through you know, and, you know, I've had friends in different church, you know, I've gone to multiple different types of churches and synagogues and, you know, and seen the, the uh, Pentecostals handling the serpents. And I've yeah. been to, to the black Baptist churches where they speak in tongues and, you know, get possessed by the Holy spirit. And I've been, you know, so I've seen, you know, and it's out of curiosity, you know, absolutely. I've gone to Pentecostal then, churches before Catholic churches. Yep. yep. It, but it, but it, that's the whole thing, man. It's the variety of the the fractal and how it spins and all the different ways that are possible to connect with divinity within this realm. You know, it's uh, but but that's the whole thing, man. They have gone out of their way to um take the divine aspects out of things and 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 put us into a state where we believe we are soft machines and that, that this reality is all there is and that we have to chase almighty big buck. And we have to, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, quite the devious system man. the Babylon vampire system, man, these, these psychological aspects or like makeup of these type of people are atheistic in nature. A lot yep. of times, and when I look at atheists, I instantly think spoiled brat. I hate you, daddy. Mm -hmm. Right? I think spoiled brat. Um, all there is is what's in front of them. That's all there is, right? But it's, all the it's the miseducation, man. I mean, you know, so intelligent. Right. It's well, it's the whole forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. You know. Yeah. Um, they're they're. I have, I have a hard time with it sometimes. I'm just like. <laughs> I like like lately I've been like dude, fuck it let the genocide begin let's clear these fucking these useless bodies that are like standing in the way of these elites literally willing to die and protect the elites these people right they're willing to fight in my own family members right mm -hmm. well well if you can't eat because you didn't get vaccinated that's your choice I'm like motherfucker I will burn the grocery yeah. stores down who do you think oh, you're yeah. talking I had I had conversations with family, you know, and they were like, well, it's the medical system. It's all. And I was like, you know, I was like, if they roll because before it even happened, I was like, they're rolling out vaccines. I was like, it's. Coming. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I would I would fight to the death not to have this put in my body. Absolutely. And, and they told me I was absolutely crazy and that I was a conspiracy theorist and that I did, you know, and I had no inherent trust in modern. I have vast trust in science when science is done correctly. Yeah. You know? Because it's a it's a mechanism to explore what reality is. You know? I, I have vast trust in the science that was out three four hundred years ago. Years ago, <laughs> you know what I mean. When they were examining the natural state, you know, um, and and well, and that's the whole thing, man. When you go back and you look at the idea of the Torah, 
which is the law, you know, what it's basically the law of physics that rules over this domain, you know, so so the law itself is just the natural state of of the physics that we exist in, you know, and and when you try to take that natural state and you tr again building the simulation inside the simulation they're trying to create a system that emulates the system so that they can control the system versus you know the system itself being its own manifest machination you know yes yeah absolutely it's, well uh, but i i got freaking so i thought covid was a hoax i'm like bullshit it's the oh COVID. i got it i got yeah, it twice. I, got the, I got the delta variant Yep. Wound up in the ER twice, and all they yep. wanted to do was vaccinate me. Yep. And I was like, I will die from this virus before I take your before vaccine. So um, I got it, and actually I was uh, laid up. I was getting to the point where I was having problems breathing because basically the, the virus itself takes the place of the hemoglobin, you know, the hemoglobin, hemoglobin in the cell, right? And um, a friend of mine, I called, I, I had ordered some ivermectin, I ended up going to a friend of mine and being like, you know, got ivermectin coming. Can I borrow what you have, you know, until it gets here and I'll pay you back. So she gave me a 10 day regimen of the ivermectin. And by the second day, I was, you know, completely free of symptoms, you know, and then later down the road, um, just like it was probably a month and a half ago, I got it again and I had ivermectin here. And I started taking it the second day because I got that intense headache on the beginning. And I started taking it the second day. Oh, yeah. The worst headache ever. Oh, ever, ever, man. And, dude, that, you know, I'm, I'm convinced that this is a biological weapon. Uh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what I think it is. So when I got it, I wound up in the ER twice. Second yep. time with blood clots. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so – they gave me this blood thinner and people were like, see, you could have taken the vaccine. You trusted science enough to take mm -hmm. the, the pills. And I was like, yeah, that's because science isn't offering natural remedies, which they mm -hmm. used to. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and so like, all right, cool. I'll gamble with this fucking pill, but I'm not injecting something into my bloodstream. Sorry. Bloodstream, yeah. Well, in all the old philosophies, you go back to any of the old mystic philosophies, man, and there are strict adherence to the cleanliness of the blood. Absolutely. You know, so so when you and you start, you know, and I don't know, there's some reason. Don't drink the blood. It says in the Bible, don't drink right. the life force. Since the time of the Noetic laws, basically the Noahide code. Um, you know, when Noah landed on, on, you know, the new earth, um, basically the Noahide laws specifically stated no more drinking of blood. And that's when um, animal sacrifice came in to replace human sacrifice, you know. Um, but, but that's the whole thing, man, the cleanliness of the blood. Because the blood, you know, you go back into the mystic systems and the blood is where – is where the spirit resides that basically um, creates the vibrational waveform that allows the soul to nest into the body, you know? So if you pollute, and that's the whole thing, man, if you go through and, and you um, I, I've seen some stuff about the DNA itself actually being a, a, a light form resonator that's basically creating photons. And, and there's some thought from a physicist I talked to down in New Jersey, um, that he was basically, a, you know, we we kind of agreed that um, it's the idea that uh, that uh, you know 
it's 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 all around resonant force and if they can mess up that resonant force man you know i mean who knows what that can result in so I, oh but but you were saying how all these elites are all you know um retracted from spirituality man they send them to boarding schools and they they basically take all the empathy out of them at an early oh, yeah. age. They know? fuck the empathy out of them. And well, and the abuse, yeah, the, you, yeah. You hear constantly about this abuse in the early age. So you know, um, they are they are designing their minds to be in positions where they have no empathy for a rulership. You know. Yes. Um. It's yeah, man. It's it's disconcerting on all levels, man. I I I also like like. I was like, I have compassion to a certain extent because I know at one point Hillary Clinton was an infant and who knows what her coven did to her, mm-hmm. what kind of sexual abuse she went through. But I've also gotten to a point where like, I look at nature and I'm like, well, what's, what's a humane thing to do to a beast with rabies or any other ailments that are incurable or have gone too far? You put them out of their misery. And unfortunately, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with a lot of things these days. And if I'm one of those out of control beasts and God sees fit, then I guess I have to accept that, uh, you know, that those shackles. But um, yeah, man. But but I guess uh, there's actually some recent um, stuff that's been uncovered in regard to medical experimentation where they actually had um, coronavirus. They were developing coronaviruses in rabbits um, that the the problem they had with them was they created blood clots, you know. So Well, I'm the year of the rabbit, dude. On the well, that's the whole thing, you know. How did it, you know, between Peter Daszak and all the miscellaneous, you know, Fauci funding, you know, and and all these miscellaneous, uh, you know, labs and and different, you know, in the Ukraine and that they're trying to cover up through this this, you know, soft war. Um, it's it's man, I just uh. so so the bells. I was talking about it on a podcast a, 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 a few weeks ago, a month ago, or something. Um, I go like, like you, I'm diving down all these different rabbit holes. Right. Right. So, uh, I was like remembering that, you know, a decade ago, me and my friend that I'm here with in Minnesota, we were roommates in LA. Mm -hmm. And while we were roommates, we did a, a film project where we put the blackboard on top of a speaker and we poured salt on it. Right. And it made different mandala shapes. Right. And my thought was, is. I saw this uh, image the other day of somebody standing inside of a bell because remember Cyn- how that's cinematics. Yes. Yeah, how yeah, they, at the festival fractalizing their blood, bro. Oh yeah. At the festivals, man, a lot of places um, you can get what they call gong massages where yeah. you basically lay down in a chair and they have all these different frequency gongs and you basically sit in there and absorb the resonant tones of this, you know, and, and then you look at also with the, uh, what is it? The, uh, little, uh, things that they use to get the different notes that they beat it and it brings out a certain tone. Uh, what's the word here? Um, uh, but, but, Hertz. 
Well, it's the it's the actual metal piece that that goes up and it turns oh, the tuning into forks. The tuning forks, yeah. The tuning forks are also being used a lot. A lot of this uh, kind of Reiki homotherapy, you know, resonant healing, red light therapy. You know, it's like yeah. Um, when you get into a lot of this stuff, you know, um, it's just interesting how it's consistently been shut down and hushed up and yes. you know, the, the paperwork of, of the different doctors being taken, you know, um, it's much like Trump's uncle, um, Fred Trump being, you know, the head of the department of, uh, of immigration and basically going in and taking all Tesla's documents when he died, you know, the ones they couldn't smuggle out into, um, what the Ukraine by his brother, you know, um, yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Yeah. So yeah, I feel I, f- I feel like the 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 bells were like maybe you've seen the pictures of like what look like vast uh, you know junkyards, but they're full of bells, giant bells. Mm, no, I haven't, I haven't. Yeah, there's like they're black and white, so clearly they have you know it happened a while back. And what I think, mm-hmm. like in a lot of these, uh, possibly in a lot of the towers and the domes and stuff, they were bell towers, right? You know, within these bi- these these buildings, because you look at a lot of these capital buildings or state buildings or whatever, they're all in that Washington White House Roman Greco architecture, which isn't to say that that's where it yep. came from. But that's the style that it's affiliated with. Right. The, a lot of these domes possibly had bells in them. I don't know. Yeah. Can't confirm. Me just, I'm just spitballing here. Right. But like, you know, they, they got rid of all these bells and it was in the 1800s, early 1800s. There's these massive bell graveyards. Like, what? can you imagine in, in the cities, uh, pre mud flood or whatever happened, whatever the last reset was? Yeah. Uh, these bells ringing out through these cities. And right. when, and they, when you look at a lot of these pictures from the 1800s in America, because America is a real, it's a very interesting place. Hmm. They have these massive buildings, these, these Roman Greco buildings, and right. there's no fucking trees around them. Right. What? what right. Yeah. Why? What happened? Cause they got fucking mud flooded over hmm. yeah. or, or, or like, you know, they were, you know doing deforestry back then but like like the these pictures like we just went to duluth minnesota and we're looking through old pictures of saint paul and minneapolis and stuff and it's like they have all this old building in places that are supposedly just you know just coming into play right but they've got these massive massive fucking buildings there but no trees it's like it doesn't make sense well, but I mean, in trees, you know, I mean, you can get some good tri- sized trees in 50 to 100 years. Um, oh, yeah. There has to be a reason they're not trees in some of these places, you know. But and now I'm, they're they're full of trees. Now, now they are. Yeah, oh, but I'm like, I'm saying like, people could say, oh, well, they were using it for the lumber of homes. I'm like, dude, all you saw back then was either shacks, like mm. shit wooden shacks. Yeah. Or fucking megalithic Roman oh, architecture. Yeah. And it's funny, all these these Greco-Roman buildings, I mean, you know, it's like Washington, D.C. Or these, buildings made out of brick. Or building, yeah, yeah. But um, 
Washington, D.C. is in a six by six mile square. You know, Babylon was in a 15 by 15 mile square. Um, the the encyclopedist in the in the German forest were in a six by six mile square town. Uh, the city of Rome, you know, was six by so they're always inside this you know this six by six magic square that they're building these structures as well, man. You know, it's uh yeah that you know and you get into the architecture of DC and looking at the street layouts and you know the upside down pentagram there that goes to the white house and the owl and then what Rhode Island Avenue is actually broken on the pentagram so that kind of you know lets the spirit they're summoning up out you know and then wow. you get in yeah and you get into the capitol dome itself being isis's belly right and mm-hmm. the obelisk is the the phallus of Osiris, right? Yes. And on the spring equinox, that that phallus, the shadow of it will lay right across the the waters, right? The waters of the deep, and yep. that that impregnates the Isis belly of the Capitol dome, right? And if you go into the Capitol and look up into that dome, it's uh, George Washington, the apotheosis of George Washington where essentially he's surrounded by five figures inside of a pentagram, surrounded by 72 stars, the turning of the ages. In the basement directly below that painting is the Mayan calendar stone that they brought back from South America. And, you know, to be apotheosized, that like the painting is called the apotheosis of George Washington. And you go back and there was an apotheosis of Napoleon. Um, there was an apotheosis by the Jacobites of Voltaire. Um, basically it's the idea of turning these individuals into gods themselves. So now you're back to the whole transhumanist agenda and the, the ascension above the natural order, you know? So you got like when we're dealing like with these 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 magicians or these black sorcerers rather, mm-hmm. um, all they do is use the material. That's it. They're using the material. We need the phallus. We need the waters. We need the dome. We need the symbology. We need. It's yep. like some Indiana Jones type magic. When oh, yeah. the real true magician. They, they got to have the layout of the city with the, the crack in the star to release the spirit. And I'm yep. not saying to a certain extent that their magic doesn't work, but mm. the real fucking ma- magic. The intent. Is, yeah. The real magic. We don't, the real magicians, these people are stuck in a material world. Right. They only want power over the material. The real world. Right. They, right. They, and they think that that's going to somehow, uh, you, you know, like, well uh, that's why they want the spirit right but that's why they want to ascend into the technocracy and be able to upload themselves or become cyborgs you know because they don't want to leave the material plane but and, and so here we are because it's the only place that they have rule over right over, it's, it's right, right? Yeah. again clearly working with the satanic shit because again uh, Satan, I'll give you the keys to all the kingdoms of the world. And you look at all, all right. the celebrities and everybody, they have the keys. They can go anywhere the fuck they want, right? right? Yeah. All yeah. they have is power over the 3D. The real magician needs his breath, yep. needs his mind, yep. needs his meditation, needs his connection to source God, the most high. Yep. There's the real magic. It's like, yeah, sure, I can create 
you know, magical things with my art. I've done it. I, I, and I'll send you some of the paintings that I've done in the past. Mm. I can create shit that will happen, that, that yep. will come to fruition based off my art, because that's, that's what the magicians are. The, the, the magicians are the artists. That's why they keep stealing right. our shit and repurposing it for their demonic, demonic. you know, goals. And that's the whole thing, man. You know, initially, um, I didn't realize that that I am essentially a sort of a magician. We are um, magicians, dude. Now, there's not a, a sort of oh, yeah. you are. No, I know, I know. Um, well, well, that's, that's why we're so fucking weird, too, bro. Yeah. That's why our parents. You're a conspiracy theorist. Well, you guys uh, all went to fucking school and college, and y'all told me how stupid art was. So right. I'm right. gonna listen to you guys. Yeah, I was told not to pursue art by multiple members of my family because Absolutely. I was going to be a starving artist. You, you know, need to go to school. Yeah, somehow I turned it into a career, man. Just like yeah. you. Yeah, you know? I've traveled the world off my yeah. art, dude. Are right. you kidding me? Yeah, I'm still I still travel as well. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah, how old are you now? How old are you now? Uh, I'll be 47 in January. 47. Yeah, I'm 51 this year, man. Yeah. See, but, uh, but again, you and me, we have the youth youthfulness right think think about when when we were young what a 47 year old and a 51 year old was like yeah dude. oh right? people can't people can't believe i'm 50 they all yeah, think everybody thinks 30s. i'm in my early 30s yeah yeah I, people think i'm in my mid to late 30s but yeah yeah it's uh but that's the other thing man we're out in the sunshine we're breathing fresh air we're experiencing the newness of the day appreciating the beauty of life like having camaraderie with other people like you know laughing and 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 enjoying you know all the goodness that is manifest you know yeah god's god's true glory right well and, what did and- after the seven days, you know, God looked at what, you know, in the Bible, at least God looked at what he had made and said it was good, you know, so and then then come the corruption, the corrupting forces, you know, it's I, I, I wonder with the calendar too. I was going to bring it up earlier, like with the yeah. calendar earlier, how they say the true calendar was I think it was 364 days. Which adds up to 13 lunar cycles, cycles, right? 28 day cycle, right? You, 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 uh, harvest at the full moon, you plant at the new moon, mm-hmm, and, right? And then, um, and and so you have 13 lunar cycles. Um, and why they say 13 is an unlucky number, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, does that have to do with Christ and his apostles? And well, is Christ's also- apostles the, 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 yeah. the the 13 astrological signs right right including asclepius um but that's the other thing man 13 is actually the number of death and rebirth so it's the idea of the falling and the rising you know so when you have like the grateful dead with the 13 pointed lightning bolt you know that's that's the idea of the the destruction of one's ego and rising again anew you know, basically traveling down one side of the tree of life and traveling back up the other side of the tree of life. You know, the descent and ascent of the magician, you know, it's uh, so. But 13, man, yeah, they want to call it unlucky. And it is indeed the number of death, but it is also the number of rebirth, you know, being the phoenix. So, yeah, well, here's another thing. COVID dropped. 
in America on Friday the 13th. 13th. Now, okay, so here, I got a thing. I was, I was doing a Friday the 13th tattoo special in Los yep. Angeles yeah. at the time. And when it, when it happened. When it um, happened, I was visiting from Washington in L.A. because yep. that's where I grew up. So, so now get this, man. Um, L.A. is done, dude. I used to uh, go to L.A. No. And yeah. make all kinds of money, and I knew all right. these chicks, and I had all these yep. friends there. Dude, That's L.A. Nice. is done, bro. I can't, I can't make a penny to save my life in that town anymore. I used to go down there for ten days and leave with like six grand. Yep, yep. Um, but so now, get this, man. Um, we have the whole Templar mythos of the idea of Friday the Thirteenth and going after, Jacques, you know, Jacques Molay, um, essentially the head of the Templar Order, right? What and planet it, runs Friday again? What? Oh, Freya, um, the goddess Freya. What? Um, but, but what? What planet is that indicative of? Oh, geez, man, I would have to look at some charts. It's hard to say off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but, but Friday the 13th, um, they propagate this mythos. And if you go to the Knights Templar webpage right now, they propagate this mythos on there. Um, but also you have Chris Carter who did the X-Files, who his production company is, you know, um, 1013. Um, you have in Star Wars, the Order 66, um, which is essentially the same as the, uh, the Vatican order to take, you know, to take out the Knights Templar or the King's order to take out the Knights Templar. Um, but the thing is, I've got a Masonic dictionary here, man, that um, author Edward Waite is the is the the guy there. But um, when you go in and you look at Jacques Molay and you look at the Knights Templar, um, in this old Masonic dictionary, and I think it dates back to 1868. I'm pretty sure is the date on it. But it says, it tells you the specific date that the order was sent out on, and it tells you the specific date that the Templars were arrested, and neither one of them were Friday the 13th. So I think this is a modern propagation and changing of history that they're working with these numbers on some level to personify something um, but I don't believe in the Friday the 13th mythos, man, because um, there's a contradiction in history. I think like with like, like, OK, so if we're in assimilation, right, like like I was talking about timelines earlier. Yeah. Like how they, they, they manipulated the calendar. And clearly a lot of this is done to throw us off our circadian rhythms and our, right. our, our you know, our it's connection to the sky clock. Savings time. Daylight savings time is just to throw you off your skin. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, leap year, all this bullshit. Oh, yep. Um, so uh, if we are in a simulation, these timelines represent programs within a computer. Right. Right. So like, like, here we go. Like I was like thinking about like, like working this out. Like, so like I'm watching a lot of art, even comedians and comedy and shit. It's it's happening. It's like coming fucking true, dude. A lot of it is like the Mandela effect shit too. But it's mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like like remember that it was like Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and they they created that thing, and it was like everyone has AIDS, 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 AIDS. Uh, yeah, I do, dude. That was a fucking spell, bro. Look at the look at the people that are winding up with the HIV symptoms from the fucking vaccine. Yeah, it's scary, man. Especially as many people as I know that took it, you know, I mean, and, and, you know, it's coming to the point, I think that the vaccine narrative is actually falling apart around them. Mm -hmm. um, and we're coming to the point where 
the uh, the non-COVID related deaths of those vaccinated is skyrocketing in multiple countries. Um, they can't keep up with you know, and they fired all the nurses to complain that they have a you know a shortage. Um, it just and and yeah, because the the nurses they they did they, and everybody that they hired is all vaccinated now, right? Just like right. the military, because Same. now these people military are military numbers, people. man. You know, yeah, they're ba- they they need new people in the military, but it's like. It's like, yeah. dude, nobody's trying to join your death cult anymore, dude. Yeah. And yeah. all the soldiers that you had that, that quit, that refused to get vaccinated, you all lost your best soldiers. They were the best soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they stood for something. They believed in right. something. Right. No, I'm not taking this shit. Right. Right. right? But, but I don't, um, don't want to. I don't want to hate on the vaccinated. No, me it's neither. Just, I worry about the vaccinated, man. I, absolutely. I that, that's why I've been talking about this shit, right? Yeah. It's like. I, I'm like trying to find ways. To, how can we reverse this? Because I believe in nature, yeah. everything can be reversed. And like, like right. I've came up with like pine needle tea, mm. pine pollen, beetroot yep. powder, fish Shout oil, yep. shilajit, yep. yeah, yep. Uh, zeolite, yep. um, uh, bentonite clay, activated charcoal. Right. You can rub right. magnets, those powerful stero- stereo magnets, all over your body to maybe yep. fuck, fuck it up. up. Yeah, break up the the, the, the sh- you know what I'm I'm saying like there's gotta be a way to re- maybe sound healing frequencies yeah. right because they're going to at some point bro we, we know they're technocratic we mm. know they created this shit mm. to connect to a mainframe dude oh yeah well and now you got five G yeah you got the White House coming up and literally calling it an update. Just like all the, the all the conspiracy people were preaching in the beginning that this is an operating system, and you will be getting update. And now the White House is calling them an update. You know, so it's like it's like you know I hate to be, but that's the thing, man. The conspiracy theorists are the Cassandras of the modern day. You know, we see or the, the or the Noahs of the modern day. Yeah, we see the patterns, and and we reject the the system for what it is. We live outside of the system, and when we come, you know, it's like the idea of the hermit coming in to share his wisdom. He's always shouted down and looked down upon, and people refuse his ideas. And it's it's no different than any time before me. Nothing new under the sun, man. My 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 card by day of of birth is is it's the ninth of january mm-hmm. my card is the hermit right my card by right of life path is the six of wands mm. which is the christ consciousness card because it's a right. 33 life path mm. now again like the master numbers i always tell people i'm like oh yeah that sounds really cool until you have the responsibility of bearing that number that then number it's just yeah it's like i wish i could tune and sometimes i tune out sure i play video games here and there sure. and, I, sure. and i do my shit but I like where we're where we're at with the conspiracy, the intellectual, the spiritual. But this takes thousands and thousands of hours of study. Study, yeah. And people just you know use that good old uh, CIA you know memo to dismiss you through the simple term of conspiracy theorist. You know? It's uh, yeah. Well, and that's the same kind of thing, man, is as I've gone through life, you know, um, I actually have a genetic uh, malformation where my I have web feet 
And so, you know, that by the Egyptians would be considered to have Heka, you know, like instilled with magic. And then if you look at the Mayan calendar, man, my, my birth sign, I'm a double white wizard and everything I touch doubles in power, you know, and my life number is a 27. And like, you just, I mean, you go down the road with these, the, and granted, you know, it's ways to, um, mythologize our own being but at the same time the resonant structure of the universe like draws out and shows you the truisms of those mechanisms within yourself over the course of time Absolutely. and, and it, it just you know it's uh like i believe me i don't want to necessarily be this this deep water dwelling creature that lives in the the underworld you know and have my high points you know that are so beyond anyone's possible conception you know but uh, that's just where i am in the turning of the cosmos of the wheel man you know yeah. it's uh yeah it's and and you know a lot of people are like oh you know the zodiac oh you know how do you believe in a straw so um my a lot of my in-laws they're they're school teachers right and uh. so well i yeah i know I, but and and i love them to death man you know god bless the poor righteous teachers um but yeah. i have uh, my brother-in-law when he was in the classroom he actually set up all the kids in the classroom in accordance to their zodiacal signs and put uh -huh. the signs that match the best with each other. And he said the, the couple years that he was doing that, um, he's administration now, but the couple years he was doing that, he said he, he had zero problems. The kids worked together. Great. Like basically you were just taking the, the astral cosmic forces and combining them in the appropriate put earth and water together and yep. fire and yep. air together. Together. Exactly. Exactly. Do, do it by, 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 by the, the, the the compatibility of the elements right, right. just yeah. like the and, bro i'm not yeah. joking like 30 people in my life powerful people scorpio yep. scorpio i yeah. fucking love scorpios yeah i like all the dark signs i like gemini's <laughs> a lot too yeah I, I like i like leos i wouldn't date a leo but yep. i like to work with them yeah and I like Capricorns. Like, I like my own sign. Like, yeah. I don't know about dating a Capricorn. I mean, I could date a Capricorn woman. She'd have to be less bossy than most of the Capricorn chicks. Because I'm, I'm just like, I'm down to be, like, mutual. But I'm sorry. Like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like the man is in some way supposed to be in a leadership position because women are more social. Yeah. It has nothing well, to do with them being inferior. Yeah. And it's interesting, like as far as family dynamic, from my standpoint, uh, my wife's a Virgo, and Bam. My daughter, yeah, and my my daughter's a Taurus, man. And when you, we're like a perfect yes. single, you know, yes, this, you've been blessed, start, you know. And I th I think that is a huge blessing, man. I love and, Virgo women. Uh, like, oh, I bet yeah. it, see, I've yet to be with a Scorpio woman. Like, mm. and I'm like, fuck. I wonder if that's what's, what's going to wind up happening. Yeah, yeah. It's dynamics are interesting, man. Wow, bro. We fucking we hammered it for like what? This is three like hours. Three hours. Now. Yeah. Jesus. We gotta do this again, bro. Like Yeah, man. This was exceptional. It's like it's got to the point where it's like, fuck, man, I don't want to get off the, the <laughs> podcast, but well, and I find some of the podcasts I'm on, man, they want to stop at like an hour or two out. Like they have this conceptual notion that people are only going to pay attention for a certain amount of time. 
And I mean, man, I listen to audiobooks. I listen to yeah, you know, uh, like uh, Richard Grove, Grand Theft World. That's like you know my my weekly milk, man. It's like uh, you know, what's and that? that? Oh, Richard Grove. Um, he's is that a podcast? Yeah, he does Grand Theft World podcast, uh-huh. and man, he does deep dive. It's basically like every week. It's like eight nine hours, and oh, they do it live. God. And dude, he he produces the books, he produces the documents, he like a hundred percent shares at like every single item is is like has you know first source document information, man. Um, and you know it, it's funny because he comes at it from a political stance, and in ways um, he comes to the same exact results that I come to coming at it from a mystical stance, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, well, all this, at the end of the day, it's all controlled by the spirit. Yeah. Period. Like, yeah. like you, you, you know, like, it's like anybody that I've ever looked at that's been like, oh, that's, you know, this and that. I'm just like, you have a very infantile perspective. Your, perspective. your, your knowledge is limited. Very it's cool. limited to the yeah. 3D. That's, that's but, it. It doesn't go anywhere else. It stays in the 3D. We have to realize these people have been brought up and led and, and you know, uh, by design put I, into I, that yes. box, you know? I, I, mean, I, I agree. I agree 100%. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, well, like, I literally lived in the box. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm true, like, true, true. So at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, cool. What happens when people get to a certain point where they're like fucking rabid animals? There's yeah. only one way to deal with them, unfortunately. And I, and, and again, it's, I didn't make up the laws of this reality. I, I really wish the socialist and communist model would work. I really do wish. Oh, it yeah. It, I mean, it's, 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 well, it's an amazing model. Right. Unfortunately, we're dealing with corruption. We're dealing with yep. criminals. Oh. We're dealing with, you, and, you know and what I mean? Word, the word utopia, when you get into the meaning of the word utopia and follow it back to its root meaning, it means nowhere. So literally, this is a philosophy that can never exist. Because it can never of, exist. Right, because of the, the infallibility and corruption of, of the human you know, uh, it's just it's the the nature of the three dimensional realm that you know, like Ariman and and Zoroastrianism, man. You got the you know nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine different demons of corruption that are you know facilitating the breakdown. You know, it's like it's uh it's the serpent. You know, it's reality eating itself, man, because reality itself is unstable. You know, and that's yeah, the other. Well, when when you know we talk about information, right? Like we're sharing information, like, you know, and, and the word itself is in formation. It's coming together. It's not, it's not congealed and, and solidified. It is in formation. So all of the things that we're saying are ideas to talk about the way the world is because we're trying to figure out what the formation is through the information. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, man. Let's get together and then chat it up again, man. I had a good time. Yeah, me too, man. Frick, it's it's been a hell of a journey, man. Like, yeah. I, I, fuck, I want. I was gonna say something else. I forgot what it is, but like, yeah, I could keep talking to you for hours and hours. Like, 
Well, and well, that you figure that's what I've been doing for the last 35 years, man. When I go out and I go to these shows and I go to these festivals and I'm hanging out with, you know, a lot of people in altered states of mind and we're like complete wing nuts, man. We're going down all these different roads. We're feeling reality out. We're trying to determine, you know, what is real, what is not real, you know, and, and, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate that a lot of people have no footing. You know, I want to ask footing anymore. Before we, we before we uh, finish this, if you could be one animal, which animal would it be? Oh, geez. Um, yeah, that's hard to say, man. Um, I would be a human animal. <laughs> no, no, you gotta be you gotta be an animal kingdom animal. An animal kingdom animal. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe a. One of my favorite animals has always been like a chimpanzee or some kind of a primate, okay. you know. And if you couldn't, if you couldn't be a chimpanzee, then what would you be? Uh, maybe a salamander. If you couldn't be a salamander, then what would you be? Um, maybe a fox. <laughs> All right. The first animal is what the world sees you as. Yeah. The second animal is what you see yourself as. Ooh. The third animal is what you really are. That's interesting, man. My first animal was a flying squirrels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My second animal was a killer whale. Ooh. All right, it was a crocodile. Uh, I almost said crocodile. I almost said a crocodile. Yeah, it was a crocodile. My third animal is a uh, spotted jaguar. Spotted jaguar, yeah. Which was really weird because, like, he asked me these questions and I was like, oh, why, why does he keep it? And then the third animal, I thought really hard. I was like, well, I'd want to be something that got to travel a lot. Something that could blend into the background, background but yeah. something that was beautiful and powerful at the same mm, time. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, a spotted jaguar. And yeah. then I read the, I was like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I was like, of course I picked a crocodile, you know, is what I yeah. see myself as, you know, I'm trying to be, yeah. You know, something that, you know, nobody fucks with. He's like, well, nobody fucks with jaguars either. In fact, jaguars yeah. kill crocodiles. And I was like, well, oh, jaguars, shit. man, we can go into a whole thing on the spotted skins of the the different um, godmen of the past, man, and the jaguar skin and jaguar being the one of the only animals that actually catches its prey and basically takes it up into a tree and eviscerates it, sucking all its blood before it actually eats it. Um, there's a whole thing with liber and liberty and in regard to coming uh, from the jaguar itself, man, you know? Yeah. Well, I also heard that the jaguar, um, it can eat the ayahuasca. Mm, interesting. Well, I, the I jaguar, don't know if that's true, but I've heard that from a couple people. I got I got to look into it, but yeah, yeah. But the jaguar, the spotted cats, man, they're always related to, um, like basically, uh, divine, um, higher forms. Um, some people associate it with the spots on the mushrooms. Um, some people associate it with the uh, shimmer and shine of the light of Venus, man. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the spots are interesting, man, when you get so into that. The, the, in, in South America, they wore the jaguar skin. John the Baptist wore a fawn skin with the spots. Um, you know, Nimrod wore the jaguar skin. Um, there's, you know, there's a deep philosophy in, in the jaguar, man. 
just like there is in the crocodile, just like there is in the salamander. Yeah. Just and like the flying the squirrel and the, and the oh yeah. The fox. Yeah. We already went through the fox. The fox, yeah, yeah. We've come and, full and, circle, know, my friend. And isn't it interesting how, you know, my Hyoka friend told me I'm a Hyoka, and then through the course of your um, inquisition, I just labeled myself as that same fox trickster, playful, yeah. you know? Playful, so. loving trickster. Like, in all the video games, it's right. really crazy. In all the video games I play, like, a lot of them, like, Red Dead or, like, some of these other games, like, when, when you have, like, like, you can hunt in these games, I never kill the foxes. Yeah yeah i'll kill well, the wolves i'll kill the coyotes i won't kill the foxes and the other thing and with with english um uh, the english language right um the only words that you can make uh the the only word in the english language in english gematria that equals 666 is fox um then you also have o and x or the ox which is the sacrificial animal um but that fox dude has the number of man or the number of the beast which is us you know, we are. Yeah, I've heard that. The six 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 is the three dimensional, you know, reality that we are trapped. We are the salt of the earth. You know, we are that six six six. Six 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 is the number of man, man, and and that fox is in English gematria six six six. I think a lot of this shit that's happening with us right now on this fucking planet, bro, it's all a distraction and an illusion to try and keep you and me from ascending. Like, yeah. oh yeah, they're gonna they we they might be able to keep us stranded down here. Fuck that shit. I did not come back to fail. Right. That's the way right. I feel. That, that's what my podcast is called, Esoteric Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. I've like been that. in the fucking arena, and yep. I'm gonna continue to throw myself into the flames, dude. That's to the thing. Become, become the sword. And how yeah. do you, how do you become a sword? You put yourself through the flame. You get yep. pounded. You get ground down. You get flamed again, and then you get quenched, and you become yep. this sharp and beautiful. You know what I mean, bro? Oh yeah, I do. I do. That's that's the whole thing, man. You know, us growing up in the age we grew up with, man, we have the inherent thought that we have free speech, man. We can say whatever the fuck we want. And as far as I'm concerned, anybody can say as long as they don't, you know, uh what what's the whole libertarian philosophy, you know, your rights in where my nose begins. It's like as long as you're not assaulting my reality i don't care what you do man but it's like it's like yeah. when you get into this black magic stuff man when they're you know doing stuff against people's will and they're they're taking people's life forces against their will i think that's a fundamental violation of the natural law man and and that goes for that goes for the fucking republicans too with their extremist religious beliefs i don't I like abortion either but guess what yep. everybody was granted free will yep Exactly. And I, so, I know, I, like I say, I'm, 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 uh, I'm pro-choice, man. I, you know, it's not my body. Um, yeah. That's the and same thing with the vaccine. It's not my body. If these people want that vaccine, they can go get it. Go but get it. They should not degrade, demean, you know, in any way, you know, go against our own individual sovereign decisions for our own bodily health, man. I think this is, it's like Kai, what's it? The basketball player Kylie Irving just came out and said this is one of the biggest, like you know, assaults on human rights ever in the history of the earth. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm right there with that man, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I should probably, dude. I gotta, I gotta. Get yeah, work, bro. Sketch I'm working on for this. Absolutely. Logo. I'm gonna so. send you some. I'm gonna send you some of my artwork, and I'll friend.
YouTube uh, yeah, cool. page. Dude, it was so awesome. I can't wait to 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 talk with you again, bro. And Thanks, I might be I might be heading out to North Carolina here. I'm gonna go I wanna go do a 10 day water fast. Ooh, nice. um, and there's a water fasting clinic over there. But if I'm I don't know how far North Carolina is away from you, but like yeah. we might even be able to do it in person next yeah, time. Yeah, I would say it's probably North Carolina. You're looking at least 15 hours. Oh, that ain't bad. That's not so, and that's the whole thing, man. People are like, oh, because dude, I'll go and I'll drive eight, ten. There's been <laughs> I drove one time, I drove from uh San Francisco to new hampshire and i drove 20 hours slept for four 20 hours slept for four 20 hours and i was home dude, dude oh what is that hey 14 hours of podcast time sounds great yeah me too dude right? i'll sit and listen to books and podcasts yeah and, like my mind is just like all this this physical temporal stuff man it's just passing you know i mean and and you know this this what we're doing and propagating you know um, as as negative as all of this sounds, and as as you know, much as we're talking about dark sorcery, what we're really doing is we're expressing our care for these individuals because you know, forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do, man. It's 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 very worrisome. We're bringing it to the light. We're yeah. bringing right. We're going right. into the. We're going into Hades yes. to bring it to the light. Look, the light. do you want to be like this? Do you want this? Because this right. is what could happen if you keep going down this road. And people don't things see. People don't see the technocratic panopticon, man. They don't see it. But if you go back and you read all the UN papers and you get into all the, you know, it's all there within the think tanks and all these, you know, different globalist documents and books. And, you know, like H.G. Wells said, man, it's an open conspiracy. It's like out there. It's just they know people don't read books, man. Yep. And it's fashionable to shame people like us. Right. Right. Because we uh, we do we live within like a fractalin expansion of consciousness, man. You know, and and most people they they are shut in. Man, most people go to work and they come home and they drink and they smoke weed and they watch the TV and you know they have this cycle where they're just trying to pay the and that's the whole that's the other problem I have, man. You should not have to pay to exist on the planet. But but you know through the trickery, um, they've they've got us locked in, dude. You know, well, I mean, yeah. just just for me to work, man. Photoshop. I used to be able to buy that program, you know. And it, granted, in in the eighties and nineties, it was yeah. seven twelve hundred bucks, man. But now they've got you on a monthly subscription, yep. fifty nine dollars a month, dude. And if yep. I let that lapse, I can no longer like do my profession. Because I require that program as far as an industry standard to be able to participate, you know, um, and at a certain point, you know, in my old age and, and with the way things are going, man, I may have to just revert to paper and pencil and paint. Well, dude, you that's know? that's another reason why I, didn't, I like after I like found like it was Sketchbook Pro and then I got Procreate. Mm -hmm. I was like, like, I think Procreate's like 15 bucks or something like that. Yep. It's epic. You know what I mean? It's like I, I design, you know, logos. I design, you know, mm -hmm. tattoos. I design freaking stickers, like all kinds of stuff. And there's all these different like JPEG, TIFF, PNF, all these different formats. Yep. Um, I think I have I probably have like 500 different fonts in it with the ability to put more in it if I wanted. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's epic. And, and, and that's why, like, I, I did like. 
I did like Photoshop because you can really do detailed manipulations oh, yeah. of yeah. fonts and stuff. Right. But I just was like, man, this is like, this is, you know, Procreate is, is pretty epic. And like for yeah. like mandalas, I have like I mandala and yep. uh, what is it? Geomatrica or something like that, which mm -hmm. I haven't even really used that much. I got a year, year subscription. I think I'm going to cancel it though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, freaking, uh, it'll all work out. Like, yep. well, and that's the whole thing, man, is I have been in, on the computer since the green screen, you know, I was writing choose your own adventure stories in C plus, you know, and, and I've watched the evolution and where it's gone and the touch screens come in. And now, you know, it's like the phones are vibrating at the same resonance as your brain. And it just, you know, you get into this whole panopticon of the technocracy, man. And, you know, it's, it's the self-editing and like they are building prisons for our minds, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but even like, you look, 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 look at like, even like a lot of the old, um, uh, was it like, um, the, the paintings on the walls and, and the, the sculptures on the walls of a lot of these like ancient sacred sites from around the world, they had styluses and tablets, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to wonder, man. I mean, that's nothing the, new, nothing new under the sun, man. Nothing new. You know, when, when, um, at the fall of Atlantis, man, when they set up the, the two pillars, one that was a brick so it wouldn't burn and the other one was a marble so it wouldn't sink, you know, um, all the information of the, the past ages were said to be in those pillars. And, you know, when, when they went and basically found those pillars and got all that information, that's when the temples of Babylon and all the construction and the, the attempt at the tower of Babel and all that stuff came back, you know, and Babylon was reoccupied, you know? So it's, you got to wonder like, as far as under the right, of the sphinx if there is some sort of a chamber that has the you know the it, you just got to wonder like what what the knowledge really is as far as the past you know when when you get into like you know the possibility of nuclear bombs and radioactive glass in turkey and like you know it's just yeah man it's the the potential of possibilities is is you know yeah Large. You've listened to the you listened to the Misfits before, right? The Misfits. Oh, the band? Yeah. Oh, dude, I used to be big into the Misfits yeah. back. Then. I used so, to be hard into into punk rock and skateboarding absolutely. and yeah, me too. You know, all that stuff, man. Yeah. So we were just talking about how you know everyone has AIDS, 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 yeah. AIDS. Yeah. Like how art is literally opening timelines and creating more programming within this simulation, if that's yeah. what what in fact it is. Yeah. Um, uh, the Misfits came out with that song, Hollywood Babylon. Babylon oh, yeah. You remember and now, that? They're releasing, now they're releasing that movie, Hollywood Babylon. Well, Which, and dude, uh -huh. what, 10, 20 years later, they built a Babylonian structure off Hollywood and Highland. Oh, yeah. In a mall. Yep. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. They have all the Babylonian. It's so crazy, bro. Yep. Just like they're resurrecting the temples of Mithras in London, you know, it's uh, the old religion never went away, man. No. They just rebranded it. Well, they're gonna they're gonna fail, like like they failed with the tower. They Babel. always do, they're gonna, right? They're, they're gonna fail. They're gonna they're gonna yeah, it's it's gonna fail again. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll make it through with 
farming and and um, the human spirit is very um, ingenuitive. Oh yeah. And- yeah, and resilient, and in times of crisis, uh, we come together and we find new ways. Right. And um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just think these fuckers are gonna, are gonna fail, dude. It's like um, in nature when you look at like a fruit plant, and like you, let's say you have like an orange tree growing, right? And uh, it's been producing a little bit of oranges here and there over the years, but all of a sudden one year it just it just fucking just dumps like a thousand oranges like out of nowhere usually it only dumps 150 maybe 200 but this year it dumped a thousand you're like oh well yeah this 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 tree is dying it'll probably be dead by next year it's doing this to ensure its It's proliferation yeah yeah it's, it's doing this to ensure its proliferation um which probably was why subconsciously humanity the population rose so quickly we can take that to the level with these elites. They are in the last two years, 10 conspiracies a day. Yeah. They are just, they are just shoving it everywhere. They're just, they're, they're, they're pollinating their perversions as fast as they can now. Right. Right. Now there's a, there's a, uh, when you go back and you look at the introduction of the printing press, right. As far as the Gutenberg press in the West, um, the Jesuits, because Luther was printing the Bible in the common vernacular tongue and, and basically people were starting to learn what was in those texts. Um, the Jesuits, you can, you go, go back and read some of the Jesuit books, but they actually had this process by which they said that now that, that, you know, humans are starting to learn this information that they're going to start with the, it's a system system called learning against learning and essentially the idea is you put out so much misinformation that contras the story that people don't know what to believe and that's very much the orwellian playbook and and the way that you put people into a state of disbelief so that they they don't know what's you know true and what's a fallacy and so they walk away from the system due to frustration you know well, I, I have been saying this a lot lately. I've been saying, like, I don't trust anything the system tells me. Not yeah. a thing. They, all they do is lie. And when they tell the truth, it's to cover up for more lies. If they told me the sky is blue, I'd be trying to find a way to prove that it's purple. That's yeah. how much I don't trust the system. Yeah. Yeah. So when, whenever they tell you the truth, it's not because they're, oh, they're so honest. It's because they're using the truth to cover up a lie. Yeah. Well, it's invert. It's, you know, the mat, it's, it's inversion sorcery, man. Absolutely. You know, bro, dude, I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> Marks. You are awesome, bro. And I, yeah. and I'm just, I cannot wait to do another podcast with you. bro. Yeah, you, fun, you, man. you are a fucking bona fide weirdo hermit like myself game game recognized game 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 recognized game player this is the shit i've been going out for the past 34 35 years and talking face to face people coast to coast man you know it's uh yeah and me too hey bro me too go back i don't i don't have a myspace anymore but I yep. told people I was red pilling people on MySpace, MySpace and I'm yeah. rainbow pilling people now. Now, yeah. It, the game ain't that, changed. Well, and that whole rainbow pill, man, that's the Buddhist, you know, the rainbow body, man, where essentially you you are taught the first 12 <laughs> breaths. 
And then the 13th breath, you have to be taught by divine inspiration that actually allows you to transcend your physical body into rainbow form and ascend through the spheres, you know? So back to the 13, man, you know, death and rebirth, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Right on, brother. Well, man, enjoy your day. You too. Right on. Right on. Good talking. You too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have concluded the Robbie Marks podcast. As you can see, it was a fascinating rabbit hole to go down. And uh, I contacted this gentleman, I want to say about a month and a half ago. And was like, dude, I, I got to get you on my podcast. You, you know, you're just out there like like me out there and i feel like we could make magic and he's like yeah i was i was in alaska at the time and uh he reached out to me the other day he's like oh what's what's up and i was like oh yeah let's do this when, when yeah. are you free so yeah when you got a hold of me initially man i was actually on the road at that point so yeah yeah i was in alaska yeah, yeah. tattooing yeah. yeah but yeah let's do it again soon all right brother you take care yeah, love you truth mind yeah. body spirit we out. One love.